about that, my friends? The best show is underway. My name's Tom. I'm the host of The Best Show. And we've got a fun episode of The Best Show for you tonight. The phone number, 201-332-3484. The topic tonight, the order of things. We've got a long list of things. We rank from top to bottom in all of existence. We've done this, uh, we did this a long time ago on the old uh, best show. And the top thing would have been... Geese crossing the street and making cars, making traffic stop. Or, you know, ducks or geese. And at the bottom of this list, Brooklyn Vegan Commenters at number 48. This list can be updated and that's what we're going to do tonight. Again, 201. Three. Three, two, three, four, eight, four. We got surprises galore coming your way. Get ready, cause the best show is coming at you right about. No. No. Wait. Yes. The best show starts now. Jersey, back again. 
smash someone. Right? Limp biscuit style. Gonna break some tonight, right? Whenever you think he got a bum rap, then like you hear. Because look, it's not easy. It would not be easy to be Fred Durst. Could you imagine what that must be like to be Fred Durst? Be walking through a parking lot. Everyone just yells at you because you're just the walking definition of just whatever irony. People are mad that you exist because they bought your record when they were 12 and you're still here. So they're mad at you for not going away. So they just yell, and your name is Fred Durst, which is maybe the most shoutable. That's as shoutable a name as you could uh, dream up. So they go, Fred Durst! So whenever you feel, whenever I feel for him with stuff like that, then you think of, remember that video he did with, uh, what was the one he did with, uh, Method Man? Remember that one? You think about him, and then you're just like, meh, yeah. He don't deserve, he don't deserve to get yelled at in parking lots. But, he sucked also. The best show is here, on the air. The phone number, 201-3-323-484. My name is Tom Sharpling, I'm the host of the program, and we are going to talk about all sorts of things tonight. The order of things, ranking the best and worst things in all of the existence of humankind into a 50 uh, uh, ranking list. When we did it a long, long time ago, some of these things were on the list. Number... Uh, Number 39, delivery men who smoke in their cars and pollute my food order. That was me just conveying someone else's thing. That has never happened to me. Number 13, 60-minute episodes of Columbo. This whole list is going to get trashed. we got to trash this whole thing. We're going to trash it. So we'll be doing that tonight. We have some friends will be on the air with us. We have uh, 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 Jay Penry. You know him. Co-host of Cheap Shots. Heard over on the... Uh, what? What network is that on? I don't know. East Village Radio. The show that Jay does with his friend, Jay. It's Jay and JJ. Or is it just J and J? J? You always get confused. I know J goes by J, the J who we have here tonight, J period Penry. The other guy, it's either J Green or JJ Green. Not sure. We'll sort that out later. 
And also, my friend Judy Rosen is here. I want to tell you, the best show listener, about what? Get ready. Mattresses. Not just any mattress. Casper mattresses. Casper mattresses. Now you listen to me and you listen good. Did you know this Casper mattress? This is a sleep brand that created a perfect mattress they sell directly to consumers. They cut out the commission-driven inflated prices. You have to deal with some mattress salesman trying to stare at you while you're laying on the thing to see if it would be a good mattress to have in your house. Talking to you while you're laying there in the mattress store. Now, this Casper mattress, they, they do it right. They do, they developed a, uh, the, they developed a sleek design for their mattresses. They, they are delivered in a small, uh, sized box that makes you go, how did they do that? And it also offers an adapt, they also, also offer an adaptive pillow and soft breathable sheets. And look, mattresses can cost well over $1,500 easy, but Casper mattresses cost 500 for a twin size. 600 for a twin XL. 750 for a full, 850 for a queen, and 950 for a king. And these mattresses, it's completely risk free. Casper gives you free delivery and free returns with a 100 night home trial. Imagine that. 100 nights. If you don't love it, they pick it up and they refund you everything. And they know the importance of sleeping on a mattress before you commit. Considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. Or for me, one-eighth of my life. I don't sleep as well as one might think. I gotta get, get me on one of these Casper mattresses. Then I'll, I'll sleep, I'll sleep like a baby, right? Time Magazine named them one of the best inventions of 2015. I'm telling you, man, this Casper mattress, you can't go wrong. This is what you do. You go to casper.com slash best show. That's casper.com slash best show. And use the offer code best show. And they're going to give you $50 toward any mattress purchase. Casper.com slash best show. And use that offer code Best show, and you get $50 off any mattress purchase. Casper mattresses. Go to sleep, bro. And the best show is proud to call Squarespace one of our long-term sponsors. I've told you about me trying to build websites before. Trying to do stuff on the web before. It don't happen. I'm bad at it. Look, I got a million and one ideas, but uh, I don't know how to build no websites. I don't know how. You got code and all the stuff and plugins and you just, uh, you turn around and it's like, uh, it doesn't look right. And then you gotta beg someone to help you and then they're mad at you. Oh boy. It is bad news, but that's why we got Squarespace to help us out. Squarespace makes designing your own website a simple and intuitive process. You can add and arrange your comments. Comments? Content? 
and features with the mere click of a mouse. Beautiful templates. They are even award-winning. Customizable settings, all without a single plug-in. And you get that free custom domain. Uh, if you uh, if you sign up for a year, you get a custom domain for free for a year. And the customer support can't be beat. 24-7 customer support. And every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. No matter how technical your problem or trivial seeming your question, one of the team is always online, ready to assist you. So you look at this. You got the tool, the commerce tools. You got the templates. You got the custom domain. I'm telling you, man. You want to build a website? You want to get your dream out there? Let everybody know what you're doing, whether it's a gallery, a landing page, an online store, or a blog? Squarespace, that's what you do. So this is what you do. You go over to start that free trial. You go over to squarespace.com and enter in offer code best show to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace.com, enter offer code best show and you get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, here it comes. Everybody get ready. They have not embraced it yet as their actual corporate slogan i've heard stuff between the uh, uh the reading the tea leaves some people like it up there but there's only one way we get it to be officials if we keep saying it squarespace build your website bro oh the phone number 2013 Three two three four eight four. Who's good here, Mike? Three. Best show. Hello. Yes. Hi. Welcome to the best show. Uh, who am I speaking to? Who are you speaking to? Who do you think you're speaking yes. to? This is Sir Dick Dreyfus, <laughs> and I've just finished a nice glass of Chablis with my dear. Best show. Hey, uh, this is John from Maplewood. John from Maplewood. What's up, John? How you doing? I'm uh, sorry to, uh, if I call too much, too often. I, uh, no. But I, I couldn't pass on the order of everything. You couldn't. You can't resist. Because you're, you're a guy who likes order. I, maybe that's it. I like to organize stuff. You like to put things uh, uh, in, 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 the, in the right arrangement, right? That's right. That's right. I've got a yes. I'm I'm a suburban guy who likes order and no chaos. Yeah. Do you like going to a store that sells storage containers, like like tubs and whatnot? Um, yeah, I I, I do. I don't go too often, but when I'm in there, I do feel a sense of calm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. With that in mind, John from Maplewood, one of the, uh, one of the, 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 this is a guy who, you know, he's, he's like a, he's like the Wade Boggs of the best show. He always steps up, he always gets a hit. He always gets on. He always gets on base. 
high batting pr- average for the from this guy. Maybe not home runs a lot, but no. Look, you get on base. What I do get you, on base. So what do you have, John? Oh, so is it too early because I couldn't hear the show when I was on hold to to bring up an order of everything? Oh, thing? you bring up whatever you want. Okay, so um, uh, someone was recently bragging to me about seeing a fish concert from a corporate skybox. Uh huh. And I thought that that was the strangest brag I've ever heard. Like, seeing Fish, the band Fish from a corporate skybox, seems like a terrible, terrible thing. So would you want to make, how would you phrase this one? Should it be about Fish or should it just be about watching concerts from a corporate skybox? I would have to say it's the whole thing. It feels like watching Fish from a corporate skybox is the, is, is the item. All right, we're putting that very low on the list. That the way I described it to him, mm-hmm. and I hope he didn't take offense, was that it's like going to the dump in the tuxedo. <laughs> going to the dump, yeah. Going to throw out a flat screen TV that don't work no more mm-hmm. in to- a, 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 a top hat and tails. Yeah, or, or like a boater and. Uh... Like a seersucker. 46. I'll take it. You you, you can take it. Look, we might slide around, but that's a pretty bad one. I'm not counting on anything to get better than that. All right. Well, thank you, Tom. Thank you, John. You have a a grand evening. You too. Bye. Bye. I'm being told to go to the hotline. I'm being told the hotline has someone who is uh, important on it and that this person needs to be talked to immediately because they are a famous person. Very busy. Very, very busy. Can't talk. No. Can't talk, Tom. To whom am I speaking on the hotline? Who is this? Hold on, hold on a second, Tom. Yeah, yeah, I said uh, double calf decaf. Just talking to one of my unpaid interns, Tom. Sorry. Okay, do- get it done tomorrow. I'm sorry about that, Tom. That was oh, that, no, that's impression. okay. You sound, you sound uh, impassioned. Well, I was trying to do the impression of someone who was very busy and important. Um, Hello? No, no, Hello? Yeah, oh, no. This is Andy Kindler, isn't it? Yes, everybody. Yay! This is the guy who, right now, he is a guy who took the biz. That's right. He, he t- every year, this there's this thing called Just for Laughs in Montreal. Just for here. And this guy, Andy Kindler, who's one of the top, one of the top comics, uh, as everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> he's he's uh, he goes. Up there, and he does this thing called the State of the Industry. And this is 20 right. years, and it's, it's no holds barred when he's up there doing this thing. And he lets everyone have it. Everyone gets it, right? Well, actually, this year there was one hold barred. Come on! One oh, oh, so you barred one hold. Yeah, I also pulled out one stop okay. instead of all the stops. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
<laughs> and Todd Barry introduced me. Mm -hmm. Todd Barry of Best Show Fame. Yeah, Todd. Me. Todd is a friend of the show as well. And uh, we, uh, I heard, I heard the intro, and he, uh, he was giving you the business straight off. So it's like Kindler starts from a Kindler starts from a deficit on this one. That's right. I was in a hole. But and that, then I basically, uh, I wasn't afraid to say things that if, if I had a thriving career, could have hurt it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you do have a thriving career. I was very disappointed though, Tom. The only jokes that didn't work, well, not the only jokes, let's not lie. They didn't <laughs> like my G.E. Smith. Uh oh. I pulled yeah. the thing on my ear. They didn't like my G.E. Smith slams. G. E. Smith, who is the guitarist uh for he people know him as the guitarist for Hall and Oates a lot. It's like he was the guy or he was the Saturday Night Live uh band leader. Right. And then now he's like the guitarist for the for the Republican convention. Right. And I saw him uh, I don't want to plug my own uh, credits, but I, w I, I was at the Republican National Convention in 2012 for Letterman. Thank mm -hmm. you. And then I saw him there. I couldn't believe it, and so I started to read up. and He and he has he doesn't claim to be a Republican. He says he did it because the money was really great. Mm -hmm. And you gave him the biz. You gave him the business. Yeah. Here's what I said. Here's what here's what bombed. I said G. E. Smith and the sellouts. Are going into the studio to record sessions with Jeff Sessions. <laughs> you can also catch him at Confederate Bonnaroo, <laughs> and you can also catch him at the People Who Look Like Us Festival. And this, the, these, these, the audience pushed back on these. A push back. They flipped the script. Yeah. Actually, the one that they won that they did, did get a laugh at is I said G.E. Smith agreed to change his name to Comcast Smith for $100. <laughs> look, I, Boom. I, yeah, look, I heard it. I heard it. It was, uh, you do this thing. It's so funny when you do that state of the industry. I love it. I love it. I like it too. Yeah. I like it too. And I like it too, but. Yeah, but but this is not your bread and butter. So your bread and butter is this guy's a road dog. For people who don't know, this guy's a road dog. Absolutely. And don't anybody thinks that what I do in the clubs is anything like I do at this beach. When I'm in the clubs, it's all about the crowd. I want to service the crowd. I want the crowd to be pleased. Yeah. And it's all up tempo. It's all generic. <laughs> Everybody generic. can relate to it. Yeah. And it, it works all over the country. And yeah, it's it's a it's a universal act he does. Right. Andy. And the yeah. other fun thing is whatever town he's performing in. Yeah. If you want to if you want to meet Andy, you just go to the Applebee's in your town. Right. And he'll be there with a sampler platter in front of him. <laughs> Hey, Tom, here's my here's a joke that works, for example, in every town. Hey, I just got into Lincoln, Nebraska. There's a, what is does yellow means does the yellow light mean speed up in this town? <laughs> this is, so these are the ones that are the evergreens. Yeah, the ones, yeah, nice city nice city. I bet it'll be nice when you're done done building it. 
Uh, that works everywhere. Whether you're in the big dig in Boston, mm-hmm. whether you're in uh, Omaha, I can't think of two cities. Yeah, you've blanked. You've run out of cities after after Lincoln, and all. you're just working. <laughs> you're just covering Nebraska for some reason. And the only reason why I had Lincoln was because the GOP, they always claimed to be the party of Lincoln. So that's mm-hmm. how I remembered that. Now you, where are you perform? Where can people, if they're just like, I heard this guy and I want more. I'm not happy with what I got. I want more. <laughs> I want to shake. Realized, this, I want to shake this just, guy's hand. Yeah. Well, you know what'd be nice if I if, if, if a phone call like this was uh I could you could ask a question like that and I could say, as thanks for asking, Tom. This month I'll be, but I've got nothing. This it's a big mistake. I don't think I'm playing anywhere to the end of September because I have to be in L.A. to field all of the post. Just for laughs, offers. To really, you've got to just put out fires and 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 uh, and just really calm people down, so they they realize that you're on the same team. That you're just you're just you're just ribbing them. That's my character. I roast. What does Jeff Ross say? He only roasts the ones he roasts. I only roast the toast I roast. You only roast the toast. That's what Andy says at the end of his act. Andy at the end of his act does two things. He says. I only roast the roast, the toast who roast. Right. And then he also says, I remember. I also say, oh. No, go ahead. You say, you say what you say. I say, don't forget the Andy Kindler neck pillows are for sale <laughs> in the lobby and after the show. Yeah, the neck pillows are for sale. And then he ends each show by saying, I was in the Navy and when I stood on the deck of that ship, every man next to me of, <laughs> Every race, creed, and color was standing there, and we were all united for a common cause, and everyone was together. And I recall something that Will Rogers said. He said, I only make fun of, I don't make fun of the little guy. I only make fun of big people, and each and every one of you tonight are big, big people. And then Andy leaves. Folks, I may have said some things tonight. You could be perceived as damaging. But if I don't care if you're black, if you're white. I don't care what creed you are or if you don't know what the word creed means. It's all about, it's all about what we're doing together here. And then the audience gets up and we, da- we slow dance. Why did I try and top what you were doing? You had the perfect end of my show and I had to one-up you. Well, Andy, this is a con... Actually, there's a young comedian here who actually would like to say something to you. Would that be okay? Oh, absolutely. Hello? Hello? Hi, who's this? Uh, my name is Gary. Is this Gary the Squirrel? It is. Congratulations! Oh, thanks, Gary. Thanks. I knew that to the... I was new. I, I was surprised you didn't call me in Montreal to congratulate me on my speech. I didn't. You know why? Why? I don't have an international plan on my phone. <laughs> hey, Gary, did you ever? Do you know how I started off in comedy? Did I ever tell you that story? Wait, you're in comedy? <laughs> yeah, I was in a comedy duo when I started. Did I ever mention that to you? No, no, no. Please do. Okay, I was in the comedy tomb of team of a- comedy tomb. I was in the comedy team of Andy and Bill. 
Andy and Bill, huh? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. one were you? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-bow! Now, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Kinla. Hey, Kinla. You, you, that's, uh, that's, that's me. I want you to not call me Gary the Squirrel. Call me Gary Squindler. <laughs> okay, what, but is, are you taking my, don't take my, uh, no, no, don't no, try no. and, don't try and get buzzed off on my buzz, Gary. I built a career I know, on my I, own. I know, I know. Nothing but respect. <laughs> I'm going to do, I watched your state of the industry. What'd you think? I'm going to do my own state of the state of the industry. <laughs> it was funny stuff, Kenley, funny stuff. This oh, so you're going to critique my critique of the industry? Yeah. Yeah. The funny... Why do I feel like... Which one of us is Danny Kay? <laughs> when I watched your thing, the state yeah. I was in was the state of boredom. <laughs> Well, you didn't find... Well, how about you didn't like my anti-Ricky Gervais material? Oh, no, I loved it. I loved it. And do you know what edible arrangements is? Yeah, you get, you get these things and you can eat them. If an edible arrangements truck tipped over, there'd be less low-hanging fruit than your act. <laughs> Oh, Gary. You, no, really, 20 years in, that's so impressive. 30 years in. 30 oh, yeah, my, 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 20 years on the speech. Yeah, with the 30 speech. 30 years for my career. I wonder what would years. happen if you did it somewhere where people don't speak French. <laughs> well, there are, I'm playing the role of the straight man now. There are English-speaking people in Montreal, Gary. Congratulations on it. It's very excited. No, no. You managed to mention Donald Trump in that thing more than Donald Trump mentions Donald Trump. <laughs> Gary, can I have your low-hanging fruit line? No, I can't have it. That's yours. No, no, That's no. But you line. can have. You can have it. I will oh, say okay. this. Yeah. If you, if someone gave you a time machine, right? The second thing you'd go do would be to kill Hitler. What would be the first thing? To push Jay Leno down the steps of the comedy store. <laughs> and what is this comedy store? What is that? What kind of store is that? <laughs> it's a store where, well, it's not a store literally, but it's, a, it's where people hear, it's like they're cranking out the laugh. Yeah. That's what it's like. On sale today. I'll Hate. take six for... <laughs> Hate mongers. On sale. We got a special on Ari Shafir. <laughs> Half price. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. <laughs> buy, we one, have a buy one Joe Rogan. 
Get Don Barris half off. Half off all homo our homophobic material has to go. All, must go. All hate speech must go. <laughs> but think, think you, about, hey, shh, shh, think about it. <laughs> this is, the comedy store is where Andrew Dice Clay got his start, right? Yes. Think about it. His nickname is Dice. Do you know why his nickname is Dice? Why is that? Because like Dice, he's going to do one of six things over and over. This is prepared material. Gary, you're This is off the top of my head! (laughs) I swear! You've never seen misogyny prices this low. You're gonna. At this price, you can afford to hate women. (laughs) You know, I don't know why you go after Louis C.K. so hard. I can't believe you didn't like that show he did. Snorris and Sleep. <laughs> Horace and Pete. I thought, it was, down... I thought it was Snorris and Sleep. Because that's what it made me want to do. Wait, I, I can't hear the first word because of, of your squirrel accent. What's the first word? Snorris. Nor- oh, Snorris. Snorris and Sleep. Yeah. Um, only that guy trying... would say, only he would say, I think I could do the best show ever set in a bar. And it's not supposed to be a comedy. Please dis, dissuade, disabuse yourself of that notion. Yeah, yeah, he's... Hey, Kimla. Yeah. Did you hear about Jimmy Fallon? What happened? No. He's hosting the 2017 Golden Globes. <laughs> Is that true? No yeah. Ricky Gervais? No, they just wow. announced it. Jimmy Fallon. Oh. So you know what you get ready for? Helen, Helen Mirren and Dame Judy Dench doing a three-legged race. <laughs> and he'll say, it's so great. It's so great. Ah, it's so, so awesome. Great. Ah, it's so awesome. So what great, is, so great. Why doesn't this guy just open up a summer camp and get it over with? <laughs> he's going to call me on my deathbed, and he's going to say, so great. I heard you're dying. So great. It's so great. Ah, it's so awesome. Ah, it's so awesome. I know big you're making big fun. fan. Yeah, you're making fun. I know. I get it. Ah, you're making I get fun. it. It's a big fan. <laughs> big fan. Big fan. Andy Killer? So great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Killer. I know that guy. Sure, sure. Andy Killer. Sure. The guy does the thing. Sure. You know he's been off the air for like nine years. That one? No. See? I went the other way. Jay Leno! No, Jay, no, Jay Leno still has a show. He has a car. He has a show. Interestingly, uninterestingly enough, about cars. Do you think there's any chance that Jay Leno's car show would crash into Jerry Seinfeld's car show? <laughs> I think he did a bit. Well, he's, they both done each other's shows. I'm trying to think of this one show where Jay's driving a crazy car and then Jeff Dunham drives up the other way and he's got the same insane car. What are the odds since it was prearranged, but still? I think Jay Leno is, is great. Who else is going to drive a Model T on the 101 <laughs> at rush hour? 
people and drive. People try to get home from work. He's going four miles an hour. And it's not because he doesn't have his own personality. That's not why he he buys these horrible looking cars and spends all his time in a garage. It's not because off camera he has nothing to say. So don't even go there. I want you to take that edible arrangements line. <laughs> that's my that's my twenty year gift to you. Oh, so I can't have snores and sleep? No, you can have that one too. Okay. I'm like uh, I'm like Louie. I'm doing my new I do it then I don't do it no more. That's right. That's right. You don't do any you never repeat squirrel material. I'm working ever. on my new hour. <laughs> my new hour. Every that's right. Because you have strict rules. The main thing is to let people know all of those details that uh, that they don't necessarily have to know, but it makes you look good if they know it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I took the I took the interview down. Yeah. Gary. I'm sorry. What are you, David Steinberg? All of a sudden, <laughs> analyzing comedy. <laughs> you know what? You know what it is, Gary. Some people say things funny. Other funny say people things funny. Things. That was my David Steinberg. He left. Gary just left. Oh, that was, he was on fire tonight. He left. He had no, he didn't have notes or anything in front of him. I can't believe that because that low, the low hanging fruit was off the top of his head. I guess so. He didn't have notes. He must. He must have been, but he's working with a vocal coach, or I'm on a good phone because I can hear everything he said. Well, maybe that what they did they have a phone bag, uh, phone in that uh, gift bag at the thing? <laughs> what thing? Is it just for laughs? Yeah, yeah, they have a gift. No, I actually I got a, a decent CDs. Although one company gave out a whoopee cushion, and how 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 does when does that ever get funny? I mean, not funny. Yeah, a whoop. Just like people who are just like, this is a comedy thing. We got to do this. It's laughs. We got to have laughs. It's like, not just give people a, a USB drive or something. Give them something they can actually use. Not what are you telling me that the cl are you telling me the clown nose and mustache didn't come in? <laughs> well, what else do you got? You got the onion gum. Okay. <laughs> Onion gum. I, no on the X-ray. No on the X-ray specs. Joy buzzer. Joy, joy buzzer. buzzer. Yeah, a joy buzzer. That would be. I just I just switched from com from comedy to comic books. Yeah. Now you're on the you're on the last page. Now, what are you going to sell? Grit next. I'm on the last page. Yeah. I am literally can read off that last page. Yeah. What are you doing? The Charles Atlas thing also. Wait a second, hold on. I think I still have a bazooka bubblegum in my glove compartment. Let me see if I can get some jokes. Hey, sluggo. <laughs> you know what's always amazing about those Charles Atlas things? Remember that guy gets the sand kicked in his face? Yeah. In the one panel? And right. the thing is, he gets sand kicked in his face like he's like a weakling, but then yeah. that dude is doing a pretty good job of trashing his house in the next frame. <laughs> Where he's raging about being a weakling. It's like the painting is crooked. He's kicking. It's like 
if he brought that rage to the fight, he could beat that muscle head up on the beach. Right. He just needs to get in touch with, with the anger that's in him. <laughs> well, I also like the idea that the only way to get bullied is to find a beach somewhere. I was able to be bullied without being anywhere near the yeah, ocean. You were not, yeah. You, you, you create, you found some shortcuts to getting bullied. Yes. You didn't have to go to the beach. Cape Cod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're laying your blanket out and. Oh no. Oh no. I've avoided bullies this long. Yeah. Oh no. Here and comes. Now what's going to happen? Here comes a muscle bound guy coming down the beach. Oh no. What am I going to do? Uh, well, I hope he doesn't use this. I hope he doesn't use the sand against me. <laughs> Yeah, and that guy, like, kicked sand at, like, that's not exactly yeah. the toughest move for, like, some guy who's totally buff like that, and he just kicks sand at you. I think he had a complex. Maybe the sand was accidental, and this Charles Atlas guy, first of all, his name was Charles Atlas. How could he? First yeah. of all, yeah. yeah. How, his name is Charles. His name was Charles. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to bet on a guy named Charles Atlas to win the fight. <laughs> oh, man. Those were the days, right? Those were the days. Me and you in our, in our pup tent with our flashlight. In our one-piece bathing suit. Like our... Re reading Archie or Beetle Bailey. That was your favorite. Beetle I'm going to say that. I'm going to say this. My friend Chip Zdarsky, there's a guy, Chip, he's a comic book illustrator and writer, writer. Yeah. And he currently writes, and I'm not kidding, he writes Jughead. And <laughs> he does, he, he is in charge of the Jughead reboot. And this Jughead comic is, is so great. Like, he does such a good job. On this Jughead thing, it's such a it's such a great comic to read. Jughead is back. <laughs> Chip brought Jughead, and Chip was doing Howard the Duck. He was writing Howard the Duck, and it was so much fun. And now he's not doing Howard the Duck no more. But he's doing because Jughead's taken off. He's doing Jughead now. Can you believe that I actually said a sentence that included "so Jughead's taking off"? Yeah, so Jughead's taking off. Yes. Look, Andy. Well, was he, was he part of that whole movement where they were making it more, like, real, Archie? Because that, a few years ago, they were going to, like, make someone gay and the whole thing. And yeah, the whole the, thing. This is updated. This is updated. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I, I tip my hat to Chip Zdarsky for his Jughead update. I will definitely get, I will get, it's going to be, when, Wednesday, is Wednesday new comic day? I, I believe when new Wednesday comic day. is new comic day. Look out, Golden Apple. Andy Kindler's coming your way tomorrow. Hold on a second. I get it $5 if I say, did you say Earth to Comics in Sherman Oaks? Is that what you said? <laughs> I $5. Get $5. So you're striking deals for radio shows in advance you, with Earth to Comics in Sherman Oaks. What's the Oaks. alternative? What's the alternative, Tom? Do you see? Look, you go where people banging. You go where you want to go. I don't have Ricky Gervais Verizon vibe going on. But you have to realize this thing with Ricky Gervais is he's just mad at that map, Andy. He's mad at what? He's mad at that map that shows the cell phone coverage. I. 
Who would buy a product that that guy was excited about? He's the most depressing guy. Oh, let me have the phone of the guy who makes me feel small whenever I, who laughs in my face. Yeah. Whose me, comedy is he's meaner than Andy Kindler's. Yeah, let me get that guy. Wait, what's he selling? Oh, phones? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, is that go. the guy who says I'm an idiot for believing in God? That's the guy? Oh, I don't think I want a phone from him. Uh, well, you know, I think that he proves that there is no God, though. <laughs> basically, because of his success. Clearly. There is no God, Andy. You're right. You're right. He makes me. That's where the doubt comes in. <laughs> After yeah. watching him. This is like a crisis of faith thing where they should get all like religious heads together to be like, we cannot answer. This is like an imponderable question we cannot get to the bottom of. Like, if there is a God, how can Ricky Gervais... Be so successful, and just like all these religious leaders, it's it, they're working on her for years, trying to come up with some sort yeah. of explanation, and they eventually just go, "We don't know." We're I guess this is that leap of faith you need to take. Yeah, well, it's just like when they say, "If there's a God, why is there starvation in wars?" Well, it's the same thing. If there's a God, why would He create a Ricky Gervais? <laughs> I mean. I mean, obviously, there's no God. Who would create such a malevolent force? <laughs> well, Andy, look, Andy, I know you've got a busy night ahead of you. I appreciate I you squeezing this in. I love you, Tom. I'm so I glad you that you too. allowed me in. Oh, thank, you for, thank you for being on the show, of course, buddy. I will... Okay, uh, I'll speak to you. Uh, uh, say hi to Mike, too. Nah, that's all right. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'll that was my worst you. closer. That's I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Andy. Okay, thanks. Andy thanks, Kendler. Tom. How about that? Star packed right off the bat. Best show. Hi, Tom. This is Colin in Philly. Colin in where now? In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Colin in Philadelphia. What's up, Colin? Uh, I'm calling to announce a GoFundMe that I started for you. Oh. Uh. I'm sorry that uh, you're going to have to be watching Sausage Party. If I, if uh, but, I take uh, the it, money, uh, look, I'll say this. This guy, Colin, seems like a very nice guy. Could you cut the air for a couple minutes? Thank you, Dudio. I think I'm in the, speaking of Philly, I feel like I'm in the Rocky Meat Locker up in here, right? I feel like Rocky should be punching me. It's so cold in this place. So I said on Twitter a few days ago that I it would cost $800 for me to see the movie Sausage Party. I'd have to get paid $800. Yeah, you would have to pay me $800. Now this guy, Colin, gotta love him. This is what he does. He starts a GoFundMe to raise money for Sausage Fest. For saw to get me to see sausage party. Yeah, sausage party. Yeah. And um, so I, I, uh, he puts a thing out, and I've I've not promoted this. I'm very torn about this. The more I think about it, it makes me feel it makes me feel like trash on some level. 
makes me feel yeah. stupid. It makes me feel stupid. You know why? Because it's like these guys are making movies. Like I'm, I'm on paper. I'm supposed to be a professional here. I'm supposed to be a, I'm, a, I'm funny. I'm supposed to be like peers with people like that that make sausage party in terms of my, my, uh, my ability. But here I am. They're off making movies, and what am I doing? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on the receiving end of a GoFundMe to watch one of their movies. Yeah. There's something that makes me feel small about it. You know what I mean? Can you see that, Colin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm struggling with this, with this GoFundMe. I don't know if I would take the money on. I'm thinking, I think, I don't know. I'm, 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 what is it even up to now? Well, initially, yes, there's uh, two goals and we met the first goal, which was $800. So yeah, at that until that point, I was afraid that you were going to make me uh, give all the money back. Yeah, so so the there, it, it's at nine hundred and ten dollars, and I I said for fifteen hundred I could be filmed watching the movie Sausage Party. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, I'm 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 contemplating this. I I'm 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 still I'm this is something I'm 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 battling with with Colin. Yeah, well, just uh, so everybody knows, all this money is going to Tom directly, and uh, I can't even touch the money, actually, which took me a while to figure out, because I've never uh, used GoFundMe before. Uh, so, you know, I was kind of, uh, you know, happy to see the opportunity to, uh, really happy, see the opportunity to... Um, Give Tom money. Yeah, look, look, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, we'll figure, we'll figure some version of it out. Look, I'll see the dumb movie. How about that? All right. I guarantee I will see the movie and what I do with this money. I I said at first, I'm just going to keep all the money. I don't know if I could keep that money. I'd feel filthy. I'd feel filthy. We'll see. We'll see what I'm not going to be. I'm not an animal. I'm not a, a money thief here. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I, people can check this uh, sausage party thing out. There's a GoFundMe that Colin started. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Thank you for caring, uh, buddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just watching the Hillary Clinton speech, and uh, I had seen previously that you had uh, stopped uh, tweeting political tweets. Yeah. So I think that's kind of... How this all came about? Okay, well there you go. This is this is my politics for 2016, whether I see Sausage Party or not. And I'm going to register to vote. I've never voted before. Well, this is going to be an exciting day. An exciting day for you. Look at you going to the voting booth. Yeah, I'm going to go to the uh, post office or whatever, and so register. Don't get scared in there. Don't get scared. Don't get scared. The last time that I tried, I actually tried to vote last election, and uh, I wasn't registered, and I didn't care. The people that were there were so upset that I wasn't registered. Mm-hmm. Well, They're so sad for me. Well, I'm so, uh, go, go register then, and you vote. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. We'll see what happens with this. Can thing. I get off of the topic? Sure. The uh, order of sausage. things. 
Yeah, the order of things. Sausages. What are you, some weird thing with sausages? Is this some weird thing? This is what drew you to this? So just sausages. You think sausages should... Well, where should we rank sausages? Not very high. No, I would not put them high either. We'll put them at uh, we'll uh, we'll thirty nine. So sausage fest or the sausage party comes out uh, in a, a week from Friday, August twelfth. Yeah. We'll see, so buddy. We'll, see. we'll figure it out. I'll see it. I, I promise right. I'll see it. All right. Have a great night. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this sausage party thing. You know what I mean, Mike? It's humiliating. I'm supposed to be a, pro- a professional here. I'm as funny as any of these people making sausage party. But now here I am taking my... Oh, give me your money. I'll go see it. I gotta make, I gotta make, I gotta make a movie or something. There's gotta be some kind of movie I gotta make. Why can't I make, why can't I do something big? I'm tired of these little moves. No more little moves, no more. Tired of these little moves. Surrounded by these small, never mind. I'm not getting into that. Guys like Mike. Again, I'm not going there. I'm sorry. Oh, and by the way, Mike wants me to mention um, that his shirts, his Masses Tavern shirts, are still available. He got a new shipment, and all the sizes should be in stock now. And uh, he has his shirts for sale over at Bandcamp, apmike.bandcamp.com. You get one of these Masses Tavern shirts. This is the... The bar that Mike, uh, Mike Ten's bar there. And, uh, you can get a, uh, you can get a, uh, Masses Tavern shirt. Go to, go to, uh, apmike.bandcamp.com. I'm being told, I'm being told to go to the hotline. Hello? The, the Calvacate of Stars continues tonight on the best show on the hotline. We have a rock star on the hotline. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is this Alicia? Yeah, this is Alicia. From, Alicia from formerly of River City Tan Lines or, or currently. Oh, we're that, still a band. Okay, you're still a band. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. So River City Tan Lines is one of your bands, Alicia Trout. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you were in Lost Sounds. Yeah. And now you have a new band, which is called Sweet Knives. Yeah. Who we heard at the start of the show. I didn't even get to announce that. Oh, my goodness. I forgot to say what we heard. We heard a song by Sweet Knives called Sound on Sound. All right. That's new. And that's on, you have a single coming out soon? Is that what that's on? It's like a double seven inch. So it's four songs and... uh... It's on um, Red Lounge Records in uh, Germany. It's uh, halfway out so far. Half the records have made it to the United States, and the the second record hasn't made it yet. <laughs> so it is in transit. 
Yeah. So. Second half is in transit, so I guess it's not out till both halves are here. Okay, yeah. Well, you need both halves of a double seven inch to, uh, <laughs> to make it a complete release. Now, yes. Sweet Knives was a, was a Lost Sounds song. That was the name of a song yeah, by Lost Sounds. Well, that's where we got our, what, we've got our name, Sweet Knives, directly from Lost Sounds because we started together doing my Lost Sound songs. Um, when uh, Rich moved back to Tennessee, we were like, someday we're going to play these songs again that we played with Lost Sounds. And then we thought about it a bunch, and we just couldn't figure out a way to do it, to do Lost Sounds again without Jay in the band. It just would be ridiculous to get a sub for him and be strange to be playing his songs without him being there. So I called up Rich one day, and I was like, I've got about 60 songs of my own can we just pick from those he's like yeah we'll pick from those and then so we started as as just like a cover band of ourselves you know how like uh there might be a beatles cover band and they call themselves abbey road or something so we're just a cover cover band of ourselves at first but then then we got together this winter and wrote um four new songs together and rich when you say rich you're talking about uh rich richard crook does it go by Rich or Richard? I'm so bad with that. Uh, usually Rich. Okay, so, and he was in Lost Sounds with you. Yeah. And when you say Jay, you're talking about Jay Retard, who uh, was also in Lost Sounds. Yeah. And, you know, people who listen to the show obviously know that Jay passed on, I guess, about six years ago now, is it? That, uh, I'm thinking four or five, but yeah, okay. that's... It's been a, yeah, and and Lost Sound, Lost Sounds were such a great band. You guys were okay. so awesome and so definitely one of the most intense bands I think that I've ever seen ever. And it was like it was like not not scary, not like I was scared something <laughs> was going to happen, but it was just amazing to see how incredibly intense you guys were. Yeah, I think that we, I think we did scare some people, or a lot of people think I'm scary, and like, no, just, my band might have been scary, but I'm not scary. (laughs) But that's the thing, it's like, you on your own are not scary, (laughs) but then when everybody in that band would get together, and then you would do that, play that music, it's like, okay, this is, this is scary. Look, I'll say it, it was scary. I was scared. (laughs) Fine, I'll admit it. I was scared. Is that what you wanted to hear, Alicia? I was scared. I, I, I'm, I can understand now why it felt, feels so good to play the band, to do the band again, because like the intensity, just, I don't, I don't do that anymore. And I, it ha- I have to be picking up these songs from the past and playing in that same configuration of people to, um, get that same rush, you know, whatever it is. The scary can, the scary good rush. <laughs> yeah. Cause, there's something super scary about like keyboards used for like sinister purposes. Yeah, I think what I think what what was uh there there wasn't really a model for the band and for the songs, but it was like everybody liked uh pop songs and everybody was liking black metal at the same time. So uh-huh. we were just like listening to and uh, synth stuff, so that that's how it 
that's how it came out is it was like garage pop synth black metal that's why we ended up getting the black wave description from uh somebody because they were like you're like black metal and new wave black wave it makes sense though look i'm not i don't think people need to slap labels on stuff i thought it was just rock music like that's kind of all i took it as but if if you've got to give shorthand for things, I guess that there are worse things to call it, right? Than black. Well, wave. no, I, I love I love that description because it's just two things. It's just a blend of two things. But I mean, I think people. St- I I really was interested to play these songs again. Unfortunately, we can't do a full Lost Sounds reunion. But I just wanted to see if you know, ten or fifteen years later, if they made a little bit more sense. You know, if we didn't just have people staring at us like, what's going on? I, 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 I know it's intense and scary, but I don't know what's going on. And, um, so, uh. Well, do you feel like people are getting up to speed on lost sounds now? Like that people, like that it makes. I have no idea because we kind of missed the whole internet thing. Like, so we don't have a zillion pictures and a zillion youtube phone videos of our band playing and i and i and i don't know i mean i I feel like um uh jay brought some attention to it but i think it's still left there for a lot of people to discover and uh and i i don't know what it, it seems like it's it's a you know somebody can definitely correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like it would only appeal to like the anxiety of of somebody more in their 20s and maybe their 30s and somebody might not enjoy listening to it for the first time if they're my age right now in their 40s um if they didn't hear it back then i I don't know if it's going to have the same same effect but uh i have no idea what those what the that age group listens to or maybe i'm completely wrong and it's Completely for people my age yeah. in their 40s. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I think everybody's got days where it's just like, I don't want to hear that right now. And then there's yeah. times where it's just like, where's that Lost Sounds uh, record? That's kind of fitting where things are at right now. So I think yeah. it doesn't go away and that you look. It was. I, I feel like with time, Lost Sounds... And so much of what Jay had had done uh, is going to be is going to kind of people will understand what all that was because there were so many bands going on simultaneously and everybody was doing a little bit of this and that and all over the place. But it's like you can kind of see all the pieces now. And uh, yeah, there was so much good music going on at that time of both new bands and also so much stuff being rediscovered at that time um, that we were a band and it was, you know, kind of pre-internet and so when people were bored they were picking up instruments and forming bands still rather than, you know, doing digital social media and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, but but we just, we just came on at the very end or beginning of that, but um, you know, I mean, at least in my in, in my point of view, I felt like so much new and so much to rediscover all at the same time to pull in as your influences. Yeah, and it's but it you can kind of 
take it in now. Like it, it's kind of like, but the great thing is now that you guys are back as sweet knives, now there's a continuation of it also, which is great because you are a great songwriter and you've written, Thank you've you. done like River City Tan Lines is such a great band and <laughs> you were, you were like the, it was like, you guys were like a tandem in Lost Sounds in terms of who was doing what, like, like trading off. So you, I'm glad, I'm glad, look, the record is great. The, the single, which will be out soon, I guess you can say. Soon. I think, uh, I think it's on, it's officially released on August 5th, the day our tour begins. I, I can't remember what Red Lounge said. <laughs> and where, where is the tour? Where can people find the tour dates? Um, we have a, we have a Sweet Knives, um, uh, Facebook page, and that's about the only place the, the, um, dates are, I guess it's under an event, um, which you could search, and we're the only Sweet Knives, though, I believe there's a band called Sweet As Knives, I don't know if they've got any songs out. No, don't see them. Don't see their, <laughs> don't, don't go to <laughs> their tour. I don't think they're, I wonder if they're touring right now on a, Double seven inch release, um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll be. That's that's our tour dates, and we're going to be going uh, to the east and the Midwest, and up to Chicago and Detroit, and uh, we'll hit some cities around here. It's it's um, are you just com- a, just, are just you two weekends with a week in between. And when is are you doing New York? We're not going to New York. Um, we would have had to put that on like a. Tuesday and and it just it just didn't really fit in the schedule as well. So we're going to some of our our favorite cities um, in the middle of the week, which would be Athens, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, and then Chicago on Thursday. And then we're uh, going to be doing a Kalamazoo, Detroit, Indianapolis, Indiana. Be our first time there. Wow! But before that, we're going to Nashville, Asheville. Knoxville and Chapel Hill. All right, so you're running uh, that line there. That yeah, kinda... it's a good line. It yeah. all it all runs well together. And Alicia, I, I've I've always been such a big fan of of all the stuff you do. You in Lost Sounds, River City Tan Lines. I'm so glad you you and Rich are back with uh, Sweet Knives now, and the record's great. And people go to the Facebook. And get it there and see the tour dates. And if those, if the cities that, that Alicia just named, if you're in one of them, go see the band. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it in such a pleading way. Go see the band. How about that? Is that better? Go see the yeah, band. Yeah. 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 But it's great. And I appreciate you, um, you, uh, letting us know what's up with it. And I'm, I'm really glad you're, uh, you're doing this. It's very cool. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be doing it. I'm glad it, came together and you know we've got like people we've got our band is not all in the same city but we got together and practiced once and had a show that night on the 16th of july and we played songs we'd never played before ever together at that show after practicing one time and they went great so i know i know everyone's um it just goes easy together good it should. Whereas it went so, it was so hard in the past. Yes, that that kind of goes with making super scary, intense music. Is that 
you're you have to ride out all that crazy energy all the time. <laughs> yeah. Now you can maybe exhale a little bit. And then but when you're there on stage then it gets bonkers again. <laughs> so it's I like bonkers. Yeah. Well, thank you for for calling Alicia and uh people should go check the record out and check the tour out for sweet. Oh, uh, thanks so much, Tom. Of course. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. You take care. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Right, bye. That's nice. That's one of my favorite people. Alicia Trout. Such good so much good music. I wish I was talented. Man, wish I could make songs. I need a thing. I need a like you know like like car carpool karaoke. Is that what? Hey, Mike. Is is, is Jay here? Would you show Jay and Judy into the uh, a studio, please? And put the air on. Come on, it's hot again in here. I tell you, man. I can't. I can't win for losing here, man. With these. You got this AP Mike. He's always saying, mention AP Mike dot bandcamp dot. Did you mention it? Did you tell him the sizes are back in? Then you got Pat, Pat Byrne. Look, Pat's a good guy. Uh, Pat's, Pat's the good guy of the show now. Pat's the good guy. Then you got, uh, the, this Dudio, and God knows what he's up to this, these days, right? Studio. He's scheming, plotting. He's a, he, cause again, it goes like this. Mike hates Dudio. Dudio hates Mike. Pat doesn't like either of them. He doesn't hate either of them. They both like Pat. Pat's dog hates Mike. Likes Dudio. Mike hates Pat's dog. Dudio also hates Pat's dog. He does. He just said, I truly hate that dog. Yeah, right? It's so cute. Yeah, Judy Rosen. That dog is cute. Hello, Tom. Pat's dog. And this Pat, Pat, so, yeah, so look, do you know what this carpool karaoke, have you ever seen that? It's these videos that this guy does. He's got this talk show where he drives people around in cars and they do. Not a fan. No, you're not a fan? I like the chili peppers one. Wait. Of, course, of course you do. Jay, it's part, of my, it's part of my job. So the red hot chili peppers. Jay is being paid by Flea. Mr. Ketis. By Mr. Balsary. <laughs> Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith, Mr. And the, and the other dude. Uh, yeah, drawing a blank. Navarro? No, Navarro's out after oh, one out. hot minute. Oh, no, okay. no neck Navarro. No neck Navarro. <laughs> no neck Navarro. What are you? What is this? <laughs> Welcome back, Cotter. It sounds like you're running a street gang or something. Bow, hey, bow, old bow. no neck. You know, no neck Navarro. It's like happy days. Like Fonzie would be like, uh, <laughs> I got a. He'd be like, I got a date with no neck Navarro tonight. <laughs> 
What about this? Rest in, in peace, a, Gary. 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 Uh, Car- Car- well, Gary Carter. Gary Carter. Yeah, the, the kid. Gary, the kid is also gone. Hall of Famer Gary Carter is dead. The Gary Marshall, player? the baseball player, the kid, the kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. the kid. Oh, one of the only God. one of the only Mets in the uh, in the Hall of Fame. There's only there's only three of them. Let me see if I can guess. You, Tom Seaver, Mr. Met, Jerry Kuzman. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be right. But did he go in as a Met? Did he go in as a Met? I don't know. Totally over my head. And then I should know this. Very recently, uh, Head and Shoulders spokesperson uh, Mike Piazza. He went in. That's right. Mikey Pizza. Metal fan. (laughs) Eddie Trunk's buddy, Mike Piazza. (laughs) Oh, yeah? They're they're buddies? Are they buddies? Are you kidding? Oh, I've never heard. Are they buddies? I've never heard Eddie talk about Mike. Well, you... Have you ever heard Eddie talk about anything then? Because mostly anthrax. He talks about Mike Piazza as much as like, as much as like, as much as Ray Manzarek talked about Jim Morrison. Oh boy, Mike! I'm typing in Mike. Other voices. Piazza. E D D. I'm saying when it comes. Look, okay. Well, look, it didn't come up. Eddie Trunk. This is what comes up. EddieTrunk.com. His essay. Congratulations, MLB Hall of Famer Mike Piazza. <laughs> it's rare that I post non-music related stuff here, but in a way, this is kind of music related. I want to take a second to offer huge congratulations to my dear friend Mike Piazza on his induction into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. For long-time listeners of my radio shows, you know Mike and I have been close for a long time. Ever since around <laughs> 1999, when he first dropped by my studio after a Mets game, oh, God. we've been close friends. Back when Mike was living and playing in New York, he'd be a regular in the studio blasting metal with me. Oh, yeah. I knew well, that. Big go. metal fan, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of carpool karaoke, you get Ron Darling, Keith Hernandez, Eddie Trunk, and Mike Piazza in a car. And then what are we what are we playing? Chili peppers. We play, are you, <laughs> See, I took it back there. How are you in business with the red hot chili peppers? You can't just throw that out. Well, I've signed an NDA. I can't. Okay, well, uh, fair I enough. Fully disclose. It's definitely on gotten it. to a point where people are posting any picture of chili peppers related anything and tagging Jay in it. What are you doing? A Star Wars movie with him? You signed an NDA. <laughs> We've got big things uh, ahead in 2017. I don't want to. Jay just got an asterisk uh, tattooed on his lower back. The chili, the chili, oh, pepper, the chili oh. pepper one. Yes. Co- really? Oh, I knew what it was. Don't worry. I didn't know Calm it was. Down, an, I didn't know it was an asterisk. How do you asterisk? Asterisk. Asterisk. So, what about this? If this is my thing, car wash karaoke. Ah. And you have to <laughs> do a song. On the back of a pickup truck going through a car wash. Oh, Days and Confused style. Yeah, like that. Yeah. They sizzle like bacon. Then you get <laughs> air raid. Then you get dragged into the car wash. So, but if you're on the back of the car wash, right? The back is like rolling in and you're going into the car wash and you're like singing. Oh, I don't know. Like everything by Michelle Branch or something like that. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. What? If you're doing well, do you get to like hop off before you're sucked in by the giant? If you're doing well, this is this is how this will work. The okay. judges, yeah. if you're not doing well, 
you get blasted by the hot wax <laughs> and the undercoating, which would scald you. Yeah, that's. I pictured the like you know the two giant brushes uh-huh, that sort of yeah. would like, and mm-hmm. they would come together and right suck the, you in. Right off the, the bat, I see a real insurance problem here. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> no you you sign a you sign a release. Or you you just take over a, 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 a abandoned car wash. Ah, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. This, is a, this is a non-union job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? Get the strike rat out front while we're trying to film <laughs> car wash karaoke. Car wash karaoke. Non-union. <laughs> well, don't film it in Brooklyn. That's all I can say. Don't film car wash karaoke in Brooklyn. No, as a no, as a, as a longtime resident, it's gonna be a bad idea. <laughs> you don't think? Fly. What if we did it at Charles Oakley's car wash? Uh, I was gonna bring up Charles Oakley's car wash. Did you do a, a lot on your show? I, Charles Oakley, played for the New York Knicks in the nineties. I know that guy. Okay, I'm just totally making sure. There. He played for the Knicks in the nineteen nineties, and he opened up a car wash, which is just. Still going in New York, Charles Oakley's Car Wash. Where is it? Is it next to Walt Frazier's Steakhouse on the west side? <laughs> Walt Frazier's Wine and Dine? Yes. Which I ate at. Wow. What'd you have? Uh, I had the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> it was, this is what happened there. The sweet friend of mine, Jake. Not Jake from State Farm. Not that. Mm. Jake F.? Uh, no, Jake. No, not that. <laughs> oh, right. Sports. So not yeah. Jake F. Yeah. Why am I saying Jake? It's Josh. Ah, there you go. Wait, no, what is it? It's you're Jake. Very, no, you're I very was right. close it's friend. Jake. I know a guy named Josh. Your best friend, Jake. I know a guy with the same last name. There's a Josh and a Jake with the same. <sighs> Tom. Jake. Can yeah. I interrupt real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Can can my lovely wife Megan Flute of course come in here? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't. Jay. I don't know if that's a good idea. Megan, could you come in here, please? Because Jay's married. I think that is Tom prepared for this. Wait, what is this going to be? Oh boy. She's... I don't know. This, this is a little. I agree. Are you about to tag team Tom? I'm. I'm not about to. No, I'm not. Absolutely not. Just uh, you know. Just wanted her to come in and hang out with yes, us. Yes, of course. That's she all. She can come in, of course. All right, but I, 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 I that's all I wanted to say. I just I threw, you, I threw you off your train Look. there. Is it Jake or is it Josh? It's Jake. Look, <laughs> I get it. You don't want her out oh. there with these other with these guys, right? I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous. Mike is. Mike's, <laughs> Mike's weird. Is it Mike? Who, is, who are you most worried about? Look. I don't know. He was Mike was uh he was he was Google imaging searching uh something that I, I don't know. It was kind of freaking me out a little bit. He does he does these things. He'll say a thing when he thinks he's like being universal. He'll be like, "Yeah, and then you ever go to the thing and you're like, "Mike, that's that's a party of one right now talking." He'll be like, you ever drop a sandwich on like the on like a the grating of like a a sewer, and then then like it's hot and it leaves griddle marks on it, and then you flip it over so it looks like like Mike, you're you're alone with this right now. So 
my friend Jake, yep, sweetly gets me a, a, a gift certificate to eat at Walt Frazier's <laughs> Wine and Dine. Who you had already met uh, through Papa Roach. I'm, I've, I've, met, I've met Walt Frazier two times in my life. Once as um, a child. <clears throat> you know so have I. Like, Judy. I've met Walt Frazier. Yeah, I've met him twice. I <laughs> met him at Kutcher's. And I went why? to that basketball thing at Kutcher's years ago. Okay, what's Every that year? Now? Oh, you don't know about this? Oh, the attitude. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. There, every year there's this basketball benefit mm-hmm. at Kutcher's, which I think closed Okay. now. It was All like right. a, you know, Borscht Belt. Okay, sure. Okay, hotel. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it's like in the... They yeah. have these insane... Uh, it's the Catskills? Like, yeah, and like... The Not the Borscht you? Belt. <laughs> it's called the Catskills. No, it's Tom. It's the Borscht Belt. If you're booking comedians, <laughs> we're not booking. Look, was Wal Frazier's doing stand-up? Uh, Shecky Green <laughs> opened up for Wal Frazier. Did he really? That would be an amazing. Wait, okay, no. All but, right, let's stay so, on point. So okay, you went so to Kutcher's every year. Kutcher's, How long ago is this? It's uh, now that I'm telling the story, I'm realizing who was that maybe pre- it was a really long time ago. Who was president? <clears throat> George Bush won. It might have been Bush won. Okay. Bush, okay, Bush won. It was it was possibly in the late 90s. So you're at, well, then he wasn't president then. That's tricky, uh, <laughs> tricky Bill. What's so you're, oh. you're at Kutcher's. You're at Kutcher's. <laughs> they used to have this thing every year where there was this benefit that was for like kids, uh, inner city kids or something. But the who's who of basketball would be at the benefit mm-hmm. every year. Okay. Like crazy people. Sure. So I got to go once, mm-hmm. and I fully like got to sit down and hang out with Walt Frazier for a sec. He's a he's it a was nice incredible. Guy. He's a very nice guy. Ah, and I met him another time in a book signing. Does that count? So you've met him twice too. Does oh, that count? Oh boy. Do, if sure. you meet someone at book signing, does that count? That's one and a half times you've met him. All right. I'm close. <laughs> I so I went to this. So my young friend Jake got me this gift certificate to eat at Walt Frazier's Clyde's Wine and Dine. <laughs> and you- it was a nice day. It was after my after my father died. He was like, you need to go do something nice. And so I went. And then I didn't get to use it until, like, I was like, oh, no, I didn't use that thing. And then, like, I went to go use it. And then the guy's like, this expired. Oh, no. Wait, and was then- anyone else in the restaurant? I'm, I'm really asking. Was Walt in the restaurant? It's we, we were, not because it's a bad restaurant, because the location is in but like a desert it's, area of the city. It's like 36th and 10th. <laughs> it's like, it's like nothing weird, there. That's Daredevil country. There's absolutely nothing there. <laughs> yes. It's on a Daredevil highway. Daredevil was there. Luke Cage it's was empty, eating there. It's a lonely, Jones. lonely stretch of highway. Yeah. It's perfect <laughs> if you're coming from a Knicks game. Or, or the Lincoln the Tunnel. You're looking, it's either for the Javits Center. If you think that's the Lincoln Tunnel and you actually and you drive made a into turn, it. And you made a wrong turn. Yeah. It's a very New York-centric episode of the best show. Ever. It really, look, it's I just like, like uh, this is one for my people of New York. <gasps> right? <gasps> Ju- Judy and I We're are. bringing the heat. Judy and Megan and I are very puffed up because Jeremy Lin has decided to, decided to take his talents to Brooklyn. So, you know, we were looking forward to the. Sure, yeah, let me know how that works Didn't out. Didn't he that start be... to fail in, like, halfway through Well, like, he's patented Brooke uh, Lynn, like Brooke-Lynn, like Jeremy Good. Lynn. 
Well, so. you know what he should patent is um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, being able right. to penetrate with uh, either hand is one <laughs> thing he should. Instead of him working hard on all these patents, he should be able to drive uh, to the left and the right. He works hard on that hair. Yes. He should work ha- hard on also dribbling a basketball, too. That might be beneficial at some point if he... Not so, in New York. It's what? pointless. <laughs> Pointless you gotta, what? You just got to look good. It's pointless. It's funny that you say that because the play on words would be that New York <laughs> is so point guard. He's in New York. <laughs> New York is pointless right now. We always steer towards sports when we come on. I like it. So the guy's like, this expired. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, what am I going to do? And I'm just like, okay, that's fine. I said, you can't use it. He's like, no, you took too long to come and, and use it. And then I was like, okay, that's fine. Just very disappointed. I just said, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> and I didn't yell. And I was eating with my friend Hayes Davenport. Hey, Hayes. From Hollywood Handbook. Do you ever hear that, that show, Judy? Yes. Right? So me and Hayes are eating there. And then I said to the guy, the guy came over the table and he's just like, again, I can't use the thing. I just I can't take it. And I was like, okay. I'm just very disappointed. I'm imagining you there at like 4.45. Four. Yeah. yeah, we were. <laughs> Early bird. You, you have this nailed. There were eight. And the thing is, you can't just leave and walk somewhere else and go eat. Because Oh, we had ordered already. We had nothing the food. around. So then this gets like this. the only part of New York. But get this like that. Though. Judy, get ready for this. I'm prepared. I said to him, I didn't raise my voice. I just said, I'm just very disappointed. Then, five minutes later, he comes back up to the table and he goes, he's like, if you you give me the thing, I'll I'll use it. I can put the thing through. Oh, nice. Then what do I do? I slap down an enormous tip. Not that I'm patting myself (laughs) on the back. Were you, hold, were you holding for applause? <laughs> I, might I was about been. to. I, I pictured when you do this show. Look, I'm not looking for your applause or your applause right now. You're implying thousands no. of You're people implying. are cheering right now. Yeah, of course. I know the people at home are applauding because I tipped. So I ain't no cheapskate. I'm not cheap. And Megan had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Too sports centric. She's just like. I'm going to walk. I like attempting to add my two cents when you talk sports because I have these weird anecdotes that um, are only gathered through, like, my total lack of knowledge. Like the time you saw Lawrence Taylor (laughs) buying drugs at, like, 8 in the morning in Manhattan. Allegedly. Fully fully happened. Allegedly. Fully, fully happened. Look. It was... Can I just tell us? Well, I'm just going to say right first. Of, I'm going to say first of all. Yeah, look, of course you can tell. It but was I'm just going first amazing. of all. Amazing. I have no. I have no idea if you're making this up. I Absolutely don't know. not. Okay. Totally true story. But you have to realize, I can't. I can't just. I have to say allegedly. Let's say. Let me just. Let's say this. Let's say he wasn't buying drugs. Okay. <laughs> let's just say he was hanging out on the corner of 38th. 34th and 8th Avenue. Oh, very close He's to only the restaurant. Two blocks. He should have just walked two up and two over. Could have got he, himself. He had just finished his some dinner. Some, he just, <laughs> he just lost my yeah. You better believe his gift certificate would have been honored. And I want to say this. 
Thank you, Jake, for your generosity. You're a sweetheart. And I, 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 I love you. See, I can say that. Well, I'm not scared. Open heart. Not scared of love. Open hearts. Open mind. Trust. Mine. That's a trust fall. What is that? A, a Jared? Uh, it sounds like a Jared commercial over there. <laughs> oh, open boy. hearts, open minds. What are you going to sell me a, a chocolate diamond or something? Whatever those things are. What's a chocolate? Cho- like, how did that enter the thing? A chocolate diamond. Like. Right? Is it chocolate gold or chocolate? Mm. I, chocolate gold would be like gelt. White would gold. be chocolate yeah, gold. Gelt. Yeah, gelt. Yeah. My mind immediately went to Jared from Subway. When you that's said what I thought. Jared and I was like, yeah. that's, but that's, we don't want to talk about Now, Judy that. Rosen, I wanted to say, super talented woman. It's true. Fashion designer. <laughs> she makes these jeans. She's made Fashion. them. Judy Rosen. What's the name of the company? Judy Rosen NY. Right? No. It's just Judy Rosen Incorporated? Yes. Judy LLC. Rosen. Judy, Judy Rosen, Rosen Incorporated LLC. And it's these Some jeans. Fighter. You've been making them and you uh, you got, you have another batch coming out? Yes, I do actually. Right? Yeah, I know. Secret I batch. I think I don't pay attention. I pay attention. I'm making a secret batch for fall. Of these jeans. I'm announcing it tonight. Everybody listen. I'm going to say. I haven't told anybody yet. Well, this is what I'm going to say. First of all. Yes. The Venn diagram might be a little off on this one. This might not be <laughs> the target audience. If you were to announce that tonight you were going to make a new Wolverine t-shirt. <laughs> um, you you would have hit a bullseye. Weapon X. Look out. But Judy, you have a lot of gamers. <laughs> gamers. Well, look at, listen, Judy makes these jeans. J-U-D-I, Rosen, R-O-S-E-N. Oh, good. And they're super, uh, uh, attractive lady flattering jeans, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a a nice way of putting it? That's what the boys tell me. Oh, I don't like that voice. (laughs) I like that. What you did? I like that. You did like it. Yeah. Wow, there's a split in the room on that one. <laughs> I'm. It's so. I have a little sweat. It was, on car, my it was, car, it was Carson-esque. Like when it. do these jeans? When can people get these jeans? Um, the jeans will be ready in September. Okay. Get ready. That's like exciting. Three and a half weeks. It's very close. I'm getting. I have uh, not slept. Out of anxiety mm-hmm. in several okay, yeah. days. Oh, I know what that's like. It's awful. It's awful. I don't sleep no more. <laughs> I don't sleep. I don't sleep. You don't sleep. you have you have your own. Oh yeah. Issues. Oh, I know I do. Look. Oh. So you're outside the Lincoln Tunnel. Where are you hanging now? out at Wall Clay Fraser? Weirdly, I have to pass there. On occasion. Okay. And it's so dismal. And I think Walt Clyde Frazier is so fantastic. Yeah. I have his... Have you ever seen his book that he put out yeah. in the 70s? Rock and Steady. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course God. I have. That book is I have three, awesome. I have three different editions of it. It I have is the original, awesome. Original. I have an original that he signed for me. I have he, the paperback for like a carry his, around with me. <laughs> and then I have the reissue of it. Where they you get it. you reference it for your style. A travel copy. I do because you've seen my leopard skin Rolls <laughs> Royce that I drive. Yeah, there's a picture of him in his underwear 
On a round bed. Laying on a round bed that has leopard skin print and mirrors are around it and above it. It seems like, like what? What are you opening a a, a carnival in here? (laughs) So, Judy Rosen, Tom Sharpling. All right, and Jay Penry. Hey, my friend Jay. Hey, Jay is one of the. Jay is a super talented artist. Thanks. One of the things Jay does is he draws things for bands like War on Drugs. Yeah. Absolutely. And he does all sorts of, he does animal uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. And this is a story we've told before, but I'm going to tell it again. Please do. Jay sent me, this is before I knew Jay. I get in the I mail. Story. What's that? I know this story. Yeah. It's really sweet. It is sweet. That's why I'm telling it. Why are you ruining the story? Yeah, sorry it's not as sweet as your whatever weird Lawrence Taylor story you're climbing up the wall to tell. You can't wait. Yeah. I've got cat scratch fever right here. (laughs) Jay sends I get I open an envelope. This is this is probably two thousand Five? Yeah, maybe six or seven. Yeah, okay. yeah, maybe something like that. Open an envelope. There's a picture of my great dog, Dogmo, painted by this guy, Jay. And Dogmo in the thing, in the picture, is wearing a cowboy hat. Now, the funny thing is, when we went, me and my wife, Terry, T, Went and we were went to an animal shelter, and we're like looking for a dog. And we were looking at this like f- local flyer thing, and they had a picture of a dog. And they said, "Check this dog out." <laughs> and the dog was wearing a hat in the picture in the flyer. That turned out to be our dog. What on what? How would you ever put a hat but on the dog? And the picture we had was the hat, and Jay didn't know that picture. It was just meant to be, no. and now I have that picture framed. I look at it every day. I think it's called uh, Serendipity. It is, right? Yeah, it's a <laughs> movie with Gwyneth Paltrow. It's like oh, Stranger Things. <laughs> did you watch Stranger Things? <sighs> I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm, Jay, I'm, did you I'm, watch I'm Stranger Things? Behind watch, on bloodlines. Watch, watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's not ruin any of it for not, anybody. Not going to ruin it any for it, but uh, Judy, you might as well not even bother. What? Every every like cinephile like genre oh, gonna, film I'm nerd. Gonna that I, I'm going to pick it gonna, apart. I'm going to pick it apart. You're going to hate yeah. it. I get I get angry it. even if I listen to a podcast and someone doesn't reference a movie right. properly. Mm-hmm. You get mad when people don't know what cruising is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> unacceptable. Like that's okay. just one hundred and one. Well, look, look. I watched this thing. I watched this thing. I loved it. I loved Stranger Things. Yeah, I loved it. That's a rare. <laughs> this is a rare moment. Yeah, where Tom just unadulterated, yeah. straight up. This kid in this thing. You I'm love not going to take two things about this one kid and this, this girl in it. It's like the best performance I've ever seen a kid ever do in anything ever. She's very good. That's like, it was spooky how good this kid was. This poor weird girl. You know who turned me on to that show? 
my uh, my lovely wife who left <laughs> who this wants nothing to do <laughs> left, with left this the studio. radio show. But I got to give all the credit to her. She was uh, she was like, got to watch this thing. I watched it, and I loved it. I loved that kid, the weird girl. It was the best. Wasn't nuts about the one kid always yelling at her. Oh, I wanted to smash that kid, Logan. <laughs> not happy with you, Logan. That is not giving anything away. But I'm not happy with. I was that, not that's happy not with really. Logan. That's not really. A I'm trudging through bloodlines right now, and it's a little brutal. Yeah, bro, if you're trudging through anything, why? What are you? What, what are you? On I the like clock? the first season so much. Okay. It's so good. I yeah. Well, I, yeah. the ghost of Ben Mendelsohn. This is all I like now. These are the things I like. I like. I don't know. I didn't watch Bloodlines. Really? Oh my yeah. god, it's so good. Okay, but second season. It's sort of it like sounds great. you're trudging through Sneezeville. it now. It's sort of like uh, Jimmy Buffett wrote a Shakespearean tragedy. Yes, yes. exactly. That's nailed it. That sounds good, but, right, Tom? Way, it's like it. Jimmy Buffett writing a Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah, that. Who doesn't want to? Well, he's that. a writer. He is. He's on tour Pirate, right now. Meyer looks back at 40. Yeah. He's from my hometown. That's why I always bring him up. Did you know that Jimmy Buffett has his own strain of marijuana now? Judy, I know everything about Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> I, I know. I was, just, I was throwing you a bone. So, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor allegedly. Okay, Judy, so, Judy allegedly sees right. Lawrence Taylor. True story. Uh-huh. Very, very true story. And I'm going to say this because you're right. Let's pretend... He wasn't. Uh huh. There was no drugs involved. Okay, it's still a good story. Okay, I'm on 34th and East. This is. Like, or there are drugs involved, and maybe it's not him. No, it's it's okay. Okay, well, there's another seven. Well, you foot understand tall how this works, right? French coated. You like, understand how how like. Hold on. My, how I'm on the he hook was for in people. His gear. He was in. Was he wearing his football uniform? No. <laughs> his gear. That's no. what his gear is. He's in his LT gear. He's got his was like. Big tuna with he's him. He's got too? like a, a um. A, he's in a he's in an acid wash denim maxi coat. Oh boy, like a, like a duster. <laughs> duster. Because you told me this story once, and he was acid. wearing a floor length fur coat. No, 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 no. Never said so fur. Okay. I would say maybe I would exaggerate and say it was leather, but I could also exaggerate and say it was. Okay, so it's an, an acid wash. It's an acid wash duster. Okay, so he's wearing an acid wash duster. Right there, <laughs> unmistakable. Mm-hmm. It's is it, LT. Is this 1994? Then, yeah, um, it's definitely early 90s. Okay, he he's was still got, he was a giant. He still has. He has this dangly little LT earring that looks like a oh boy, it looks like a you know little mm-hmm. lightning bolt okay. yeah. that says LT. And I walk up and I'm just I stood there and it was like the Matrix, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, like which wasn't out yet. Everything <laughs> fell away. Everything. Which I don't think you had seen at that point. Judy has a time machine. LT, in story. I see LT doing his quote unquote business, whatever that might mm-hmm. be. Yeah, doesn't matter because it's LT. Right. And really, the whole world fell away. I stood there watching him. And I looked around, my I looked around, okay. and I said, no one else sees this? No one else sees LT on the corner of 34th and 8th but me? This weirdo, semi-hippie reject? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I shouldn't know who LT is, but so I no one, So no one saw no this? No one noticed 
ghost him. But it me. might not have happened. No, yeah. it totally I think you need happened. to watch Stranger Things. <laughs> you might want to option your life story for season two. Yeah. Matthew Modine show up in this story. Yeah, exactly. Oh. That know, was another day. Jim, that was another white-haired day. White haired Matthew Modine. Jim Jarmusch haired <laughs> Matthew yeah. Modine. Yeah. I have a story about him too, but. <laughs> I got a story about Matthew Modine. Well, so that's your LT story. I watched him buy crack on the corner of 34th and 8th. Wow. Mike? Truth. What do you think about that story? Mike likes it. Because <laughs> there used to be, there's this ramp, and there would be a line of people buying whatever they were, you know, mm-hmm. product. Sure. K2. Mm-hmm. Today there it's K2. <laughs> Yesterday it was... Yeah. Tell me more about this ramp. (laughs) So we have Jay Penry and Judy Rosen here. Hey, everybody. We used to have Megan Flug, who is now walking through the path tunnels, trying to do anything to get back (laughs) to to New York City. Maybe LT can give her a ride. So I'm doing this thing, the order of everything, right? These are some of the ones from when we did it a million years ago. Number one, geese crossing the street, and then they stop. Cars have to stop to let, like, geese cross the street. Like, that's... Have you ever been in that moment? It's the best ever when you're in a car, Mm -hmm. and all the traffic has to stop, and everybody has to wait for these dumb geese who are taking their time (laughs) to go as slow. And they've got wings. They've got wings, but we're waiting for them to walk the thing that they're not as good at as when they fly. So that, that still might top the list. Finding unexpected money. Number two, adopting an old animal. That's good. Seeing a dog in the driver's seat of an empty car. Always good. That's Great. always good, right? Great. When you see a dog. People, I have a watching of a camping, my dog. people watching a camping movie while camping. <laughs> I don't understand that one. That one sounds. That's an inherent. And I remember word. that call. I remember that. I remember well, the. It's gone. I remember the guy making the case for that. Bill Belichick's post Super Bowl press conference. I'm crossing that. That's in, dated. In the lucky sweatshirt. That must have been. Getting blown away by an opening band. It's good. Ah, uh, Skinner in the Who. <laughs> yeah. Say so Skinner used to blow Who off the stage. Mm-hmm. Well, according to the people that I grew up around. Yeah, like when I saw, like when I saw a uh, uh, ministry open for uh, oh, ma- madness out look on out. a pier. Uh, <laughs> what pier was it again? Pier thirty four. I'm trying to understand that lineup. Well, I have to assume that uh, ministry was playing with sympathy material. Yes, they were. Of course, the full Arista. I ain't got time for what you yeah. need. But apparently, Clive Davis wrote those songs. Al Jorgensen won't even own up to writing them. He says that Clive Davis called him and sung what he wanted him to sing into the phone. And that's what ended up being with Sympathy. He wrote. Wow. That's That's awesome. Read Al Jorgensen's book, everybody. If I can recommend (laughs) one thing here tonight. Hugging a lion, cub, panda, (laughs) koala, or chimp. Crossing that off. It's a wide swath. Seeing a movie to drive in, no. I've done that. Saw Crystal Skull, the Indiana Jones at a drive-in. On my honeymoon. Really? Yeah. Couldn't hear anything, though. You know, uh-huh. little tin can. Yeah. Things are sticking there. That's the one with Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Till and um, P90X. Blanchette. Yeah, and Blanchette was in that. Black Jeans came in at number 
15. Judy, you're a jeans expert. I like, Why are, in, I like indigo better. We're crossing black jeans off. <laughs> wow. Blue jeans came in at 17. Well, lower than black up. jeans. Thumbs up. Arrogant cop trying to cut through BQE traffic. I'm pretty sure that was me. <laughs> that cop who, I think that's cop, actually is like, in. I think this cop shot someone. The cop who yelled at me Are you serious? about four years ago. I think I think he no. shot someone who was like pulled me over on the B like he was cutting yeah. me off on the BQE and then like I went like ah like I threw my arms and he cut his car in front of me and got out and went into the window and started screaming at me. I remember this. He was in an unmarked car. He was screaming. I got arrested for doing that once. Thrown in, you thrown in the, the pen. Mic? Thrown in the pen. You got thrown into the pen for I was talking to the microphone. I was <laughs> Your head drifts over to the right. And to I'm the getting left. nervous. You've been in here for 40 minutes. Why are you getting nervous <laughs> you now? You weren't nervous when you were defaming Lawrence Taylor of the New yeah. York Giants. Because that was a true story. This one maybe <laughs> is exaggerated a little. So you got arrested. For I, 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 I mouthed off to a cop. Mm-hmm. Came up, put my hands behind my back. Mm-hmm. Put handcuffs on me. Mm-hmm. I said, "Officer, officer." <laughs> I would have arrested you. Why are you, you too. arresting me? And he said, "You got a big mouth." That's what he and said. And then I got you? thrown in the pen, lady. He said, "You got a big mouth, lady." No, a lady cop. A lady cop me. said, "You got a big mouth." Yeah. And what were you? That mouthing was the off charge. Why were you mouthing off? Um. Allegedly, sorry. I don't okay. want to besmirch you either. I'm affording you the same uh, uh, latitude I was uh, affording LT. <laughs> so. I was on the back of a motorcycle. <laughs> this is already you're okay. guilty. You're, you're, we yeah, were I'm pulling. I'm a lady cop. I, I'm we siding with a lady cop. You're on the back of a motorcycle. No, no, no. We were pulling out of a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And this van goes screeching by. Mm-hmm. And it was like not paying attention to us. Like we were first. Okay. And this van goes screeching by. I was uh-huh. like, hey, you. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And then it turned out to be undercover cops in a van. In the van. And this lady cop jumps out and she's like, hey, mm-hmm. who you think you're talking to, young uh-huh. lady? Uh huh. And then that was, you know. I already told the other part of the story. Can I ask if Wesley Snipes was driving the motorcycle? Oh. Because I know you guys are friends. My buddy Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I used to go to Keggers at his house. They were no. pretty fun. In the Blade true. years. Yeah, true. West Side. In the Blade years? West Side. Blade, which Blade movie? Blade 1, 2, or 3? I'm going to say 2. Blade tril- Trinity. <laughs> Trilogy. Who was, who was president during the during Blade 2? George was W. Bush. I think it was George W. Bush. Probably. So it was Blade 3. So Blade 3. Okay. Blade Trilogy. Patton Oswalt. No. Blade Trinity. Yes, Patton Oswalt was in oh. the third Blade movie. So well, was, uh, you know, it was in all three of those movies was Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Sunday morning coming what? down. Yeah, he played Whistler. <laughs> really? Yeah, he throws mm-hmm. Blade his sunglasses. And he would say, use this. <laughs> There's a thing. I got this Chris Christopherson box set of all these Chris Christopherson albums. And on that first album, it's such a, those albums are so great. The first one, he does this talking intro where his ba- voice is so bassy, 
you cannot understand. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's literally, it's literally like, but I just want to say it. Oh, well, Chris recorded it now. No, this is from, this is the album that had the Sunday morning coming oh, down. Oh, this is like 69? Yeah, yeah. So 70? he's just like, he's like, wow. He mentions John. Oh, Johnny and June. Okay, heard that. I picked out the word, the name Johnny, and then I heard June after it. But he's like, I met a guy. That dude. Why can't I be talented like that? I have no talent. He's very handsome. He's a very right place at the right time type of guy, though. He's handsome. He was like super handsome. Yeah, super handsome. Was like an army. Helicopter guy mm-hmm. was like a Rhodes Scholar. Yep, and, and then wrote these songs. Yep, and then could act also. Me and Bobby McGee. Yeah, mm. hey, it was know. good. That's it. That Meanwhile, I'm here writing my Pokemon songs, <laughs> trying to write Pokemon songs to the to the pulp to pulp. I'm here trying to beg Richard Dreyfus to call up. I oh, thought I, I already did. Wait a minute, Richard did call. You chose to hang up on him. If that was Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> I will get a hat, wear the hat, then eat the hat. Ah. Can you wear a hat? Jay wears a hat. It's great. Jay's a great baseball cap wearer. Oh man, like you a better, red baseball cap. Quite a cap. collection. You better believe it. You picture Jay with like a red cap on. He pulls it off. Yeah. Judy, can you wear hats? Like Tom Hanks. Mm, no, I'm, I look horrible in hats. I can't wear hats. I like Terrible. to wear them backwards when I arm wrestle. So what should be on this thing? Okay, I'm just Jay, Jay tends slide. to have, he usually wears his hats backwards and then his wraparound Oakleys on the front of it. Yeah, you know me. Well, gargoyles. Because I wear the Bloodline version. Oh. Gargoyles. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that's for mine. So from- what should I do with this uh, this sausage party thing? The thing's up to nine hundred dollars to get me to see the movie Sausage. And party. what was what was your goal? I said I'd see it for eight hundred, and they could film me watching it for fifteen hundred. Uh, style. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like you got to go see it now. Right now, it's at nine hundred and ten dollars. Hmm. To go see this movie. Okay. First that's of all, I can't small. keep the money. It's gross if I keep the money. Can't keep it. Got to see Sausage Party. I'll give the money some. Charity. I think that's going to be really tough to sit through. Yeah, it makes me nauseous. Yeah. The idea of these talking hot dogs getting slashed. The posters yeah. are very phallic. It's <laughs> and they're like well, for kids. No, but it's not for kids. No, it's it's rated R. It's rated R. They keep saying oh, it's like Fritz, rated R. Like Fritz the cat. Oh, yeah. it's so depressing. Adults only. <laughs> Which my grandparents. Walked into a screening of Fritz the Cat. <laughs> they had no idea. They had never. They hadn't been to the movies in probably like fifteen they years. They probably thought it was Felix the Cat. They probably thought it was Felix the Cat, <laughs> and they were just like, "There's a kid. The cat thing is happening. Let's go see. We haven't been to the movies since uh, <gasps> since uh, uh, the not even the Sting. It would be like." We haven't been to the movies since uh, Funny Girl, and yeah. then they go in Splinter in the Grass, yeah, and then they go in. Let's get one for two for uh, Fritz the Cat. And then they go in and it was like, uh, then they just were like, oh, yeah, I don't know what happened to Felix the Cat. Something clearly <laughs> happened to him. It sounds like Alan Funt would have done that for a Candid Camera episode. 
would have <laughs> switched Felix the cat and Fritz the cat. Gotten seniors to walk into a, to a dirty movie. I no. had an amazing... I just flew the other day recently. And um, it was a very long flight. It was like eight hours. And I was sitting next to a uh, octogenarian couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they couldn't really figure out their, their headgear. They were okay. talking really, really loud mm-hmm. while they were watching movies. Yeah. And they were watching... Ah, it's some movie with um that the English girl with the bleached hair. The that, English girl with the bleached hair. Who's a comedian. Hair. Juno Temple. Who's like, and it's like how to date. Rebel Wilson. To, ah, no. She's Australian. Oh, yeah. Her. Okay. Okay. Rebel Wilson. So I hope I can say this word. But the 80-year-old people. Yeah. You're going to say it anyway. Who couldn't navigate their headphones. Like the <laughs> the stewardess would come up and be like, "Would you like some water?" What? What are you? What are you saying? Would you like some water? What are you saying? And I would just stare at this woman and be like, "Duh, take your headphones off!" And all of a sudden, her husband during this movie with Rebel Wilson mm-hmm. turns to her and he says, "Is that semen?" <laughs> really loud, oh. over and over again. Over and over again. It really, this really happened. Not an exaggerated story at all. <laughs> oh, I know. I believe it. I believe it. Oh, boy. That's funny. It is funny. That's co- hey, Tom, that's comedy. Oh, thank, thank you uh, for the lesson. Who dumb. likes, I'm going to play a quick song by this band, Sweet Knives, which uh, we talked to Alicia earlier. And they are on tour. Go to their Facebook page and find out more on Sweet Knives. Here's something from their upcoming double 7-inch song called I Don't Wanna See. It's a really good record. People got to check it out. Facebook. What is it? dot com slash sweet knives it's so good i like it a lot the phone number 201 332-3484 all right going to the phones best show what up douche deep up in the his house mm. okay great hi darren I can still say his house, right? I mean, is it is there something newer that people are saying in lieu of house or or dwelling? Something new, something newer than house? Yeah, like I, I want to be current. Like, uh, like would like people are in condos now? Would it be in the in the condos? No, the condos. I, yeah, I, sounds, I, I think, yeah, I think I think you're going down the wrong road. Uh, I'll stick with his house in the future. Yeah, you probably want to uh, just lean, trust his house. See, so I was right. My gut instincts are usually right. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Your gut instincts were right again, Darren. Yep. Oh, this is Darren. This is Darren, a guy I work with uh, over at Consolidated Cardboard. What a weekend, huh? Oh, yeah. That is, uh, 
that is an understatement. Right. And uh, for people who uh, who don't, uh, uh, you know, well, obviously people don't know, but I, I said we work together. This past weekend was the annual Consolidated Cardboard Petition the Gods for Excellence retreat. Which is- I always look forward to it, and I, I always come away from it just, you know, invigorating. You know, just, uh, mm, I just love it. I feel great. And so many amazing things at, the, at this one this year, huh? Yeah, at the, at the corporate retreat, there's these trust-building exercises that are always uh, pretty, pretty intense and, and kind of inspiring. I like, loved it. The human pinata is a big one. That's my favorite, yeah. You like that? I did, yeah. Mm. We're, we're, we're like a worker's blindfolded and they swing a bat at a pinata and it's filled with all these goodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then the person who hits the pinata, they're told that there's another pinata also behind that one with even more stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there isn't. Just a group of these older, older people at a picnic table eating their breakfast. So the blindfolded person has to keep swinging the bat and the old timers just have to stay out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of... What what do you think makes that? Why would they call that a trust building exercise? Oh, I don't know. I guess I didn't think about it. I, I guess it's you know you have to trust that if you get hit by the bat, your head's going to get caved in or explode. Oh, okay, right. I guess that's a pretty liberal definition of trust. Yeah. Um. What other ones are there that are pretty? Uh, oh, um, I like um. What's it? Uh, that thing, the key to your raise exercise. That oh, was fun. Yeah, the key to your raise, which is like a pie-eating contest. I loved it. There's a key in one of the pies that opens a lockbox at, at the main consolidated cardboard office. And inside the box is a coupon that gives the employee a $50 a month raise. Mm-hmm. But there's also a key to a lockbox that has a piece of paper inside that says, you just got S-canned. And the person gets fired if they open that box. I I, I feel like that one's kind of cruel. Well, you know, like they like they say, "Welcome to the world of big cardboard," right? Um. Yeah. I guess, is that what they say? I've heard it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. It was a pretty a pretty exciting uh, weekend. Uh, I'm trying to think of other highlights. Um. Ooh, I loved. Those trust shrinking exercises, like believe nothing, that was fun. It wasn't fun. It was, it was, uh, it was something. Yeah, I mean that that almost that was like the one that almost did me in. You're telling me? It, I mean, it was bad enough being in that darkened theater for 16 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But when those voices came on from every angle, telling every worker in the room that they're going to be caught for stealing. And that the company's actually going under, and the consolidated isn't really a cardboard company, but a front for an offshore money laundering scheme, and that someone's been murdered in the break room, and that they're the prime suspect. Oh my God, it reduced everybody to a pile of goo. I think some people actually died during it. I, I heard someone say something about that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It might have been Craig. Uh, yeah, it's in, it's really intense because the voices. It's like it's like they are coming from literally. When you say 
when you say every angle, it's like they're surrounding, like they're above you and below you and. It's like 5.1. Yeah, it is really like 5.1. Yeah. Um, wow. What a, what a crazy, uh, uh, corporate retreat. Oh man, but wasn't Katrina Star incredible? Um, well, I don't, I don't. I will tell you this. Old man Dalrymple could not have picked a better motivational speaker to get us fired up for the next quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's like a tattooed female Chris Angel meets a punk rock Tony Robbins on performance enhancing drugs or something, right? Mm, okay. And those tricks she was doing, they were insane. She's like a hot punk sorceress, if you ask me. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, she's, she's, um, She's uh, uh, something else. Uh, yeah, there's some. I. She's something else. I tell you, man, you can just really feel the energy change when she took the stage, right? Yep. I mean, I I certainly felt it. I I, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but I certainly <laughs> did. Yeah, uh, Darren. I think we all noticed uh, you noticing it. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was like. She was, uh, it's like she shot a tractor beam at you from the stage and you were caught in it and it actually drew you up to the stage. Well, she did pick me to be the person to help her with that fire eating demonstration. Uh huh. Well, that, that might have something to do with you, uh, pretty much like you're, you're, you were like pretty much laying at her feet with that like weird glazed over expression. No, man, I just wanted to get a better look, that's all. Oh, okay, Darren, okay. You know, um, Katrina and I hung out all Sunday night. Ugh. You So you hung out with the, like, motivational magician. The, ugh, okay. Yeah, look, and I, I don't know if you noticed it, but uh, I wasn't at work today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, I, I did notice. You were not in the office. Yeah. Uh, see, Katrina had a couple of days off before her next gig in Vegas, and she decided to stay in Newbridge. We've been holed up in her suite at the Newbridge Trump half tower since Sunday, Tom. That's terrible. gross. We pretty much stayed in bed and uh, watched Rose Battle all weekend. Please tell me you've seen this thing. Roast. I did not watch Roast. Oh, my God. You have to see it. I'll tell you, the roasting was good. But the best part? Yeah. Was this thing called the wave. The what? what the What is the wave? Well, you know the comedian Carrot Top, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I know the prop comic Carrot Top. Sure. Well, picture three Carrot Tops who come on stage after each zinger and do the most hilarious prop-driven micro-sketches imaginable. Ugh. Sounds great, right? No, that that sounds horrendous. One of them shirtless the entire time. Oh, okay. Well, now it's getting worse. Oh, it's great. They pretend like to give, like one guy pretends to give birth to the other guy and they hold up a cool sign that says something like, I'm with her. Oh, that's... So it's timely. That sounds awful. But look, anyway, I, I you find that word, funny. You find that funny. 
I love it. Yeah, it's great. I'm surprised you don't just don't love the description of it. Mm-hmm. No, Knowing what I know no. about you and your love of comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, not, not, not for me. I mean, how far is that from, I'm trying to think of some other people you like, like, uh, what's his name, Todd Barry? <laughs> That's pretty far from what Todd Barry does. Oh, Three carrot tops on stage doing what you call micro sketches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much as far away from Todd Barry as it gets. Hmm. Well, I guess we can beg to differ on that all nighty night night. Hmm. We sure can. Yep. But you know, I, I said we watched the show earlier, and uh, you know, uh, we didn't really watch it. You know, what we. Uh, <laughs> what we were up to uh, between those black silken sheets. Uh-huh. And it's got to be illegal in at least eight states and or territories. What? Darren, Darren. What? I don't need to hear any of this. And Be can, happy for me. Uh, can I just say something, and I, I mean this sincerely. Yes. Just be be careful, okay? You know, it, it, it really sounds like you might be biting off a little more than uh, you can chew with uh, Katrina Starr. Um, she's. I, I was. I was biting something. All right. Ugh, stop. <laughs> I hate that so much. Well, it sounds like someone's a little jealous. Uh, I'm no. I'm not jealous. At look, I just know that she's Katrina stars like a very charismatic entertainer, and that I. I know that's. Like, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. I know that's something you're attracted to. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. This is about Mary Lou Henner, isn't it? Mm, well, yeah, it, it, it's about Mary Lou Henner. Well, look, like the great Steve Sherbert saying, you cannot win if you do not play, right? Mm, the great Steve Sherbert. Steve Forbert? And, no, Steve, Sh- Steve Sherbert. I, I, I believe it's Steve Forbert who said that. And uh, you... uh. You you know, if you're talking about playing, you could not have played that night with Mary Lou Henner any worse than you did. What are you talking about? She was in Newbridge doing her one-woman show. We were both single at the time. I showed up at her hotel room with gelato and whiskey. What's so wrong about that? Uh-huh. Well, it's it's very wrong. Um, it's, it's very especially when you consider that you were you were about to get married the next morning. Hey, things were different in the mid-2000s, and you know it. But the, the thing that has always perplexed me is, you know, I still don't get why she didn't answer that door at 2 a.m., you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could tell she was looking at that people. Uh-huh. I mean, she had to recognize me as the guy who was blowing those kisses at her all night from the front row during yeah. her show. This is, this is like harassment and stalking, and it's ter- it, of course she didn't. Open the door, but look, I. That aside, I don't want to see you get hurt by, by this. It's like Katrina. Katrina stars like a larger than life character, and and I, I don't know her well, but I could picture you're, she's her, and you're you, and I could picture that there. She's got more than one Darren out there, uh, in in. Uh, you know, like a Darren in every port, so to speak. How dare you talk about my wife like that? Wait, what? your wife? We got married! Oh. 
got you got married to Katrina Starr, the the motivational magician who performed at our corporate uh, retreat two days ago. Who who you knew you've known for at tops two days. No, you nuptial dummy. We got married after knowing each other three and a half days. Show us some respect. Oh, okay. Well, two and oh, I'm I'm sorry. The difference between two and three and a half that I'm I'm, you know, Darren. I've known you a long time, and this this sounds like another classic Darren Ploppleton bad decision. What are you talking about? I make great decisions. You know, this kind of logic and critical thinking runs in my family too. To make great decisions? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Take, for instance, my grandfather, Antoine Ploppleton. He was so sure that in World War II, Canada was going to join the Axis forces, that he invested his entire life savings in a maple syrup called Mrs. Nazi Worth's. Mrs. N- Mrs. Nazi Worth's syrup. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. sounds sounds lucrative, right? Um, well, what what happened to your uncle? Well, he was your tried and flagrantly convicted of flagrant treason. Uh, your grandfather your grandfather was tried? Yes. And convicted flagrantly convicted. Uh, flagrantly convicted. Yes. Of flagrant treason. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. So that's one example of... That's one. That's I'll one. give you another one. Oh, uh, there okay. was my uncle, Stu Ploppleton. Uh-huh. Well, he was so sure that baseball was going to merge with football yeah. and create this super sport called foot-based football. Foot-based football. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds great, doesn't it? Oh, I want to hear more about this. Well, he thought it was going to happen because this guy in a men's room told him it was going to happen. Uh, the, the, they were at a urinal together, and he was taking a squeege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And uh, he took it really far. He, he designed uniforms that incorporated football helmets and those knee-high stirrup socks. Uh-huh. Really cool. Yeah. Now, I think this merger could still happen. Between football and baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And when those games occur, it's going to be off the chain. Well, Darren, that is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Maybe you're the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, maybe I am. I think you are. I'll tell you what. What? You think I'm one of these morons who calls your show and brags about how everything's going to go great, and then it all goes horribly wrong, right? Yeah. Like that dummy from that band that played on Mount Everest, Mm -hmm. or that moron from, uh, what was it, Wawa Records? What's his name? Philly Boy Rex? Philly Boy Roy. I think it's Rex. It's Roy. So so you're not one of these morons. No, no. And if you think I have anything in common with those losers, yeah. then we have no business being ultimate besties. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if I'd describe us as besties, for starters. But, um, hey, Darren, what, well, let's, let's talk about the age difference here between you and uh, Katrina. Okay. Um, you're what? Like forty-eight. Yes. Uh huh. And how old is she? Like twenty-eight. No, you sick f. She'll be thirty in December. Oh, okay. So you're you're still almost twenty years uh, older than her. What are you? What are you, the love police? <laughs> Tell 
this is what real love looks like in 2016, all right? Age differences don't mean anything. I mean, just look at the entertainment news every day. Just off the top of my head, you know, there's like Jerry Hall and Rupert Murdoch. That's a pretty substantial age difference. Uh, Doug Hutchison and his beloved Courtney Stodden. That's the most repellent thing ever. Are you kidding me? They're our Jack and Jackie. Hey, oh God! So that's that's our that's our Camelot. Absolutely, yeah. Doug Doug Stodden, Doug, Doug Hutchinson, and well, Courtney. he's pretty much Doug Stodden now, <laughs> yeah, right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right. Oh, and uh, you know, to, to, to name a, a couple others, uh, you know, Leo DiCaprio and whomever this week's twenty-two-year-old panty model is, um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper and Serena, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt in Love and Space, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper in Joy, Jennifer Lawrence and Christian Bale in American Hustle, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper in American Hustle. You know. Uh, to, to name just a couple, really. Uh, yeah. So, oh, so that's love in 2016. Yeah, yeah. What a, no, Darren, that is, this is not some new thing of old dudes dating young women. This is not some new th- thing that I can't roll with. Hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like you're judging me. I don't like it. And, uh, you know, I think, like I said, I think you're, uh, I think you're, you know, I think you are jealous, and you know, things are finally on track for old Deeplop, and I, I don't think you can, you can take it. Mm-hmm. No, I really don't. Sure. But, uh, okay. but look, enough about me, Vida Loco. Okay, yes. I've talked enough about myself. How, how are you doing? You know, we didn't, we didn't get to talk much over the weekend due to my and Katrina's friendship and subsequent lovemaking marathons. Well, I, I gotta say, honestly, um, um pretty angry uh right now oh no did you run out of chain pizza restaurants to rail against uh-huh okay that's i'm just cool. asking that, no no i didn't run out of chain why is that even a thing that's not all i do seems like it i mean it's a major part i i would think if, if there was like a a, a pizza yeah I've, 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 I've got pizza in the brain i guess because i'm talking to you but uh-huh. like a pizza like a pie chart pizza pie chart i would say Making fun of pizza as end or food would be like ninety nine percent of that pizza pie chart, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, well, that's. I disagree with that. Um, All right. I do think that Papa John's pizza it looks de- okay. I'm not even gonna. Never mind. I don't do that. All the. Um. Well, look. So you went for it. I d- you, you, look. You have shot it on the brain. You have schnatter on your bean. I have schnatter. So what do they call a brain? It's not. It's a bean. It's a noodle. You have schnatter on your noodle. That's a great saying. Schnatter on your noodle, Papa uh, John. Okay. Schna- what would what would it be like if if Morrissey had a song called Schnatter on My Noodle? Could you do it, please? What would that be like? Yes. He'd like, be. I've he'd go, got schnatter. Yeah, he'd go. He'd go. Well, something like like he would be singing it. He'd be asking someone for advice. He'd be like, "Oh, headmaster, headmaster, please, I need some help. I got schnatter on the noodle. Oh, headmaster, what should I do? I've got schnatter on the noodle." <laughs> and would you put Mike on for a second? 
Mike, put Mike on, really? No. I'm going to ask him something. Seriously? Yes, yes, yes. Mike? Oh, had my... See, it's now stuck in my head. It's very catchy. What What do you want to ask Mike? Mike. Yeah. Level with me. He played a record, didn't he? No, he didn't. Oh, my God. I'm looking at him right now. There's no there's no record that he just happened to have called Schnatter on my noodle. I don't see any records no, here. No, there's no record. Oh, my God. I tell you, man, every time I think that you're a complete sh- slub idiot, mm-hmm. you you surprise me and, and you sh- you prove yourself to be a, a, a weird genius. Well, that uh, that's a sweet thing for you to say. I... Well, to you I say namaste. Well, thank you, Darren. I the genius that. in me recognizes the genius in you. Yeah. Well, look, I'm irked because I've been I, – I, I, all my vacation days are just – they're gone. What do you mean? No, like – they're not gone like I used them all. I still had 10 days remaining to use of my, of my, that I was going to use for my summer vacation of days off. And then young lady Dalrymple tells me I don't have them to use. Oh man, it's crazy. How, I don't understand how that could happen though. I don't know. I mean, What? I I got to ask you. You got promoted to the computer department a few months ago, right? I did, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so it's so good to be out of accounts perceivable. I can't tell you. Oh my god. Remember Milt? Yeah. Milt had the the worst breath I've ever smelled. It was like it was like he was breathing vaporized rotten merkins through a mustache that was made of fetid used wrestling tights that had been left in a hot junkyard refrigerator for like eight months. Darren? Yes? I, I, I don't want to talk about Milt right now. I just want to ask you a question. Shoot, yeah. Did you take my vacation days? How dare you? Of course I didn't. You're my bestie. My ultimate bestie. Okay. Okay. Well, that that's a that's a relief. I just borrowed them. Oh, you borrowed them. Yeah. Why? You. What? What are you talking about? Well, I needed them for my honeymoon. But they're not yours to take. They're mine. And what? What? That's illegal. What you did. Okay. Well, I don't think it is. But I think if I'm if I'm guilty of anything, I'm guilty of one thing, and that's. Love. I'm guilty of love. No, Tom. you're gu- well. If you're guilty of anything, it sounds like you are guilty of it. You're guilty of actually two things, which would be whatever weird version of love you've been describing, and um, the thing you're truly guilty of would be going into the consolidated cardboard computer system and taking away my vacation days and and giving them to yourself. But Tom, like I said, we're going on our honeymoon. You weren't going to do anything nearly as cool with those ten days. Actually, I was. Yeah. What, what were you going to do? See a bunch of terrible movies to make fun of? Stop with that. I mean, what? Look, if you want to That's know the what other I, part of the pie chart. Oh, That's okay. the one other sliver. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, if you want to know honestly what I was yeah. going to do I with do. the time off, I was going to – there's a big international uh, wacky packages symposium in Beijing. And, I mean, I have my flight – I had my flight and booked in hotel room and everything. Yeah. Shut up. What? There's no such thing as a wacky packages symposium. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, it, there is, and it only happens once every 20 years. And I was going to actually give a talk at it. Like a, I, I've been working on this two-hour lecture on the 1991 um, Wacky Packages fiasco. <laughs> what fiasco? I mean, well, if you really want to know, it's like this lecture I've been working on for a long time. And in, in uh, there was like an ill-fated 1992 Wacky Packages launch uh, called, uh, and the, the name of the lecture was uh, Death Savers and uh, Crips Ahoy, What Went Wrong. I actually think that's funny. What, how is that wrong? Those are two funny ones. Well, I mean, they, wacky the, packages are hit or miss, but I think those are both hits. They thought they were, in a nutshell, they felt it was a little, it was a little ghoulish for the marketplace. And, I mean, they were competing with cabbage, uh, with garbage pail kids at that point, and those were getting rougher and rougher, especially like series four of garbage pail kids. So, wacky packages was kind of trying to counteract that on the market, and then the Crips Ahoy one was the worst one because it, was bringing in like gang stuff to wacky packages and it just was a bad look never the the big bummer of it is that the owner of wacky packages you know Walt Wacky is retiring okay and he was going to give me and the other lecturers a chance to maybe I feel like we had a chance at taking over the whole factory like like Willy Wonka, like the chocolate factory. Huh, you know. But look, you'll, you'll get to do something like that again. You know, I, I wouldn't sweat it. I'm never going to get a chance to do anything like that again. When am I ever... The thing only happens every 20 years. What's that, so Willy? Ooh, okay. Ooh. Katrina says it's time to make our clothes disappear again. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting ready. I've got to get ready. Oh. Okay, baby. I'll be in the bedroom as soon as possible. You know, Katrina's turned me on to all kinds of great new music. Uh-huh. This is a band called Mutilation Rights. They're really good. Mutilation Rights. Yeah. Oh, they're really good. Sounds great, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Hey, look, I'm going to talk to you next week, okay? And I'll tell you all about our honeymoon. It's going to be great. Hey, Darren, just be, please, please be careful. Oh, shut up, you ninny. This is going to be the best, most solid marriage of all time. Just you wait, all right? You're going to eat all those doubtful words that you said to me tonight. You're going to eat them all. Oh, well, look, I, I, I want the, look, I gotta go, it's really getting hot, alright? Here comes the Plopinator! Darren? Oh, okay, I guess that's it.
Ravi, Shavi. Daddy said you gotta go. Mama said the door's good. I can't lie on my little heart. I will not do what I should. But Uncle told me be a fool. Shavi from this album, not album, it's an, e- an extended play EP called Independent, and it's on Almost Ready Records. I love it. And that song was called Great Escape. Is it cold? Tom, you call- Tom, it's for. <laughs> Okay. Freezing in here. All right, Judy Rosen. (laughs) Hey, uh, Mike. Can you shut the air off? I almost think it wasn't August. I'm here with Jay Penry, artist, who does, you know what Jay did? The best show, Mural. Oh, what? I did. Well... That was a big hit with the kids in Brooklyn. Yeah, I went last week. What'd you think? Her, so Did you I like it? it was beautiful. Oh. It was so nice to see. And we were looking at it and then admiring it, and I was so touched by it. You did such a beautiful <laughs> job on it. Thank you so much. I was out there painting in the rain, Tom. I, I know. I know. You know, life, life, a lot of deadlines. Got deadlines. Called being an adult, Jay. Yeah, well, I learned that day <laughs> in Ridgewood. <laughs> yes, it's like it's called. Take the advice, Jay, from the woman <laughs> who told the story about being on the back of a motorcycle, it's screaming at a cop from the back of a motorcycle. Uh, I, I have more. Oh, I, <laughs> that was not the. That was not in. Dispute was just like, well, we heard Judy's two stories. Yeah, that's all she's got. The, yeah. No more stories. We heard the story about the motorcycle, oh, no, no, no. and we heard the story about L- about a guy who looked like LT. Tip of the iceberg. On the ramp. <laughs> the LT impersonator. Yeah, out on the drug <laughs> ramp. You know what? <laughs> the West Side drug ramp. I gotta say, if it was an LT impersonator, it would have been a better story. Yeah, that might actually have been funnier. <laughs> Comedy-wise? Hilarious. Impersonators are very funny. Yeah. And Tom, I got to mention that um, uh, my lovely wife, Megan, is the one who came up with the idea for me to paint Dogmo. Really? Yeah. She's a, she, she nudged me. I was way too uh, shy. I was not going to do it. And then she. Wait. Interior de- de- decorator, designer, Megan. Extraordinaire. Flug. <laughs> yes. She's sitting right next to me. That was your idea? It was. Yeah, I'm talking to the microphone. <laughs> Into the microphone. It was my idea, Tom. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. That picture is framed, and I look at it every day. Good. We, we love Dogma, too. Yes. As much as you did. As much as I... Well, I would... That's weird. That's, that would be very weird. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thrown off by these headphones. I love your dog as much as you loved your dog. <laughs> I never that, met. Yeah. I to this. <laughs> look how I wear them. I have one on. And have one off. That way I hear the room with one ear. Because you're a professional. That's a disc jockey trick. (laughs) 
It is. Speaking of which, I'm going to go to the phones and see what's up. Who's good here, Mike? Mike doesn't even know anymore. I hope Richard Dreyfus calls back. Best show. <laughs> Hi there. Uh, this is Grant from Pittsburgh. Grant? Grant? Yes. From Pittsburgh, home of? Uh, home of... Uh, Say it. Uh, uh, Mike from the Cynics. That's right, Michael K. from the Cynics. And? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum, 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 Goldblum. Pittsburgh. Yeah. And? Uh, Michael Keaton. Yes. And? Friend of the best show? John Daly. John Daly. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. And your favorite sandwich is a what now? Promonti Brothers. <laughs> it is very much not my favorite sandwich. Pittsburgh. Not so much good food there, right? I eat yes, I've heard, I've, I've heard you say this before. I go to Pittsburgh. You know what that means? I'm at Jimmy John's. <laughs> more than I would like to be. And once is more than I would like to be. So, what's going on tonight, Grant? So, I have a couple things for the topic in both the best and the worst category. Right, what do we got here? We need to make some ground. We're, we're not going to finish this tonight. We did nothing on it tonight. What do you have? So, what would be, what's a, what's a great thing in the order of things? So, I think one of the best things, um, I know you're a dog person. Uh -huh. I, I'm a cat person. Um, I think this works yeah. for either one. I'm going to say, like, when when my cat falls up on my you, stomach. that song go? I don't even know well, that David Bowie song. Goes. What's that? It's that David Bowie song about cat people, right? <laughs> Put oh, gasoline yeah. on your head or something like that. What is it? <laughs> Putting out fires with gasoline. Yeah. So you're a cat person. So I think one of the greatest things in life is when I fall asleep petting my cat and when I wake up in the morning, she hasn't moved at all, mm. and I can, like, continue petting her. That is fantastic. <laughs> the idea that you are petting your cat, drifted off to sleep, Seven and then you wake up, later. and there's a cat still in the exact same position. I'm putting that down. Cat stays put, put <laughs> while I sleep. Now what do you? What's a bad one? I'm going to put that. That's that. That would go. I'm I'm putting that one in the place of. Uh, I'm putting that in number ten. We used to have randomly ordering something amazing at a restaurant. I don't care about that. Who Look does that? It. I don't know. Right? That I'm sounds a, like an inherited one of these things. This is not my list. I look at this list and I see things that are clearly me on it, like, like um. Um, like one that would be mine would be like low on the list is like any Garfield subversions. Like the idea like people <laughs> who have to do like a weird, dirty Garfield thing or something. I'm guilty of that. Your what? Your weird Tijuana Bibles? The uh, Garfield smoking pot drawings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of it. On trucks, you put the little truck stickers. <laughs> Garfield peeing on Dale Earnhardt's number. <laughs> So, young man from Pittsburgh, what's the bad thing you have? That was Heathcliff. So, 
I think one of the worst feelings in the world is that split second after you hit the send button on an email and you realize there was a major, major mistake in the email, like you, like you called somebody by the wrong name or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that that's well. painful. Yeah. Sending. You can. Send now. You can? Yeah. What? On Gmail. There's a, it's a, it's a command function, mm-hmm. which I can't remember off the top of my head, but you can send unsend. Send email and regretting it. Or turn your phone to airplane mode. Gmail's terrible for you, though. Data mining! <laughs> it's like Pokemon Go. You hand over your whole, you might as well hand, you might as well put your, you might as well scan your driver's license and put it on, put it on Twitter. Thank you, buddy. Sure, thank you. You know which one I think is the worst? You know what's the worst to me and drives me up the wall is when you're eating somewhere. And then, like, they're cleaning the table right next to yours, and they start spraying, yeah. like, disinfectant Oof. on it. Like, you're two feet from me. Super barf. And it's suddenly like, like, Windex smell while, like, I'm eating right now. Any kind of overzealous clearing. Just take it easy. It's half a plate of food here. Windexing the table. I'm putting that one last. You're lucky if it's Windex. You're lucky if it's Windex, some, yeah. Some Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. This is not anything from the J.R. Uh, Reynolds Corporation. Yeah, you're um, The other bummer, you're right, is like when they're just like, like when they grab a plate, like when you're, like you're, you're, you're sitting, you're not done done yet, but then like they, instead of saying, are you... How are you doing here with this? Like they mm. they touch the plate that you're still using. Like what do you got to get a you trying to do a load on the dishwasher? You got an a, a, like a like you got an empty slot in the dishwasher you got to fill up? Do you, you have to stop yourself from hitting their hand with a fork? Well, that's why <laughs> Terry T is the greatest cuz she just goes like no, and then they go. Sorry, but she's totally right. It's like, why are you just touching it? Why, why can't you ask first and then they just put their hand on it? Now your hand's near my food again. It's bad enough your hand was near my food once. Right? I can't look at people make my food. Like if I'm at a place right. and they're like, okay, we'll start making that. I turn away and then I'll turn back when it's ready. Cause I don't want to see hands actually making the thing. Like stare out in the parking lot. I will. I will stare. (laughs) I'll be like, I I got a uh, plain slice. And then the guy will go, okay. And then I quick turn away. I don't want to watch him slide it into the oven. I don't want to watch him slide, touch it in any way. You're making me never want to go eat out ever again. I'm sorry. What well, does it make the list? What what makes the list from all this? You mean of these? Yeah. Well, oh, like these are all on the list. <laughs> Indexing the table. Don't touch my plate. <laughs> Staring into the middle distance while someone makes your food. Um, is this good or bad? Is that good or bad? No. Look that that one. I'm gonna. I think that's a pleasure. 
that you can stare out into the distance while oh. someone makes your food. Yes, that's a good way of looking at it. Yes. <laughs> that you can that just you can turn avoid, away. Avoidance. And then. Of horror. This is what I'm going to put down. Very high on the thing. We're going to put down general avoidance of horror. <laughs> <laughs> general avoidance of horror. Good side. Goes at number six. Yes. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Chris from Keyport, New Jersey. Chris from Keyport, New Jersey. You know, what's Keyport, New Jersey all about? Uh, it's a little town by the bay. It's like a square mile. Mm-hmm. What's the closest town I would know to Keyport? Matawan. Mm, Matawan. What's going shark on tonight, attack. Chris? Shark attack. Yeah, there was famous shark attacks there that inspired Jaws. Dreyfus. Back again. <laughs> I can't escape. Who's another person I could offer $100 to to call in? If Richard Dreyfus is one. Seinfeld. Richard Kind. Seinfeld? Richard Kind, no. I no. Look, He had to pay me 100 to call the show. <laughs> look, uh, Joe, God, Piscopo? God, Joe Piscopo? I don't want to hear from Joe Piscopo. Yeah. <clears throat> There's got to be somebody local. I was at, I was at a, th- a thing and Richard Kind was there. I can't handle that energy. Does <laughs> he sweat a lot? Well, I sweat a lot, too, well, I, so I can't judge Richard well, Kind Maybe you guys got something in common. I don't but know. But he was like, he was like saying something to like anyone who would listen to somebody. He's like, he's like, I have such a hard time eating these appetizers. Like, I'm trying to carry, it's like, oh, can you not be at that rate? Right now at this thing, why are you like? Imagine trying to take his plate away before he's finished with it. <laughs> oh man, can you, can you imagine just like you done with this? Hand on it? No, I'm not done with it. Richard Kind, <laughs> right? He's good in a serious man, though. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen that movie, Mangan? I don't know. Coen Brothers. Probably. The Dybbuk. You've right? seen it. We watched it together. He's a Dybbuk. <laughs> Cy Abelman. He was a Dybbuk the whole time. <laughs> so in Matawan, what do you got for me, buddy, in Keyport? Keyport. Uh, something for the bottom of the list, like very, very low. Yeah, what's that? I took my grandma to go see Monsters Ball when it was in theaters. <laughs> okay. That... Why did you take your grandmother to see Monsters Ball? <laughs> I, I didn't know... Like we would just go see random movies, the matinees on like Mondays, yeah. and uh, there was a little like art theater in town sure. where I grew up, and uh, mm-hmm. that was the movie it happened to be, and it was super awkward. So <laughs> I don't know, like maybe watching something inappropriate with a relative could be. What on the did list. you think it was going to be Monster Mash? Or something? I, I thought I, I don't know. I just thought I thought it'd be like Sling Blade, maybe. <laughs> Which I wouldn't want to watch with a relative either. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a good movie. Watching inappropriate. Movies with family members. Growing up with my dad was kind of like being around Dwight Yoakam all the time. <laughs> I did kind of get treated. Was kind of get treated like that a lot. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Like Sling Blade, not not Wedding Crash. I know Dwight the Yoakam. sheriff, J.P. Chillnut, mm-hmm. <laughs> antique furniture, <laughs> French fried taters. Now you you. Uh, you, you, did you sit there the whole time and watch that thing? Oh, the whole time. She was like, "What? A, she was like, what kind of movie is this? What are you taking me to?'" 
That's on you. Because we saw all these like really That's nice movies you. beforehand. Kind of like, you know. Your poor, gram- your poor grandmother sitting there watching Monsters yeah, Call. Yeah, it was a, a, a brutal movie. It What's was next? What are you going to take her to next? <laughs> right? I think The Deep End. Yeah, yeah. yeah the de- why don't you take her to t- Tickled? Why don't you take her to see Tickled next? What's that? Just go to it. Just take your <laughs> grandmother. Right. The two of you go see Tickled together. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, that documentary. Yeah. Tickled! <laughs> with an exclamation point. Thanks for the call, buddy. I like that one. I've had those moments. Best show, what, tickled moments? No, watching awkward movies. What are you, Jane O'Brien? You tickle Terry? (laughs) Welcome to the show. What's your name? My name is Ben. I'm from Seattle. Ben from Seattle. Not the good Ben. Not the good Ben, right? Not, Not my friend Ben from Seattle. No, mm. Ben Gibbard. You mean no? It's not. It's not that Ben. So what do you want, other Ben? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have one for the topic, the order of things. Okay, what do you got? Eggs. <laughs> eggs. Like, where would you? What eggs? In what way? I. They're they're great. They are all purpose, and you can cook them for. All sorts of people, uh, vegetarians and people on the paleo diet, they have lots of, uh, you know, beneficial nutritional value. And I would, uh, you know, I just would like to hear them rank. All right. Mike, how do you like your eggs? An omelet. What do you, what's the ideal AP Mike omelet? Western. Mike's like Mike likes a Western omelet. <laughs> avocado. You want to throw some avocado in there? No, goodbye. <laughs> Best show. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Tom. Yes. Hey, I had to take off my one headphone because I was doing the same thing you were doing. Okay. To whom am I speaking? Sparkle Bomb from Buffalo, New York. Home of the garbage plate. The garbage plate, the ice flow, you name it. Have you ever had a garbage plate, Jay Penry? I've never had the pleasure. I've heard of it. It's famous. Judy, garbage plate. Sparkle Bomb, will you describe a, a, a garbage me. plate to Gene designer Judy Rosen, whose line, uh, a, a secret I might batch. depend on the garbage plate. Of of Judy Rosen jeans is coming I, out next month. I have never had one, but what I think it is um, is that a bunch of trash foods that you would eat mm-hmm. after you're wasted, they're all thrown onto the plate at the same time and then topped off with hot sauce. I mean, Rochester, I, Rochester is known as the garbage plate place. Okay, food, yeah. Right? Well, I mean, I've never had one, but okay. I do have something about the topic you were talking well, let about. Let me just describe this. Hold on a second. A garbage okay. plate okay. is a combination of two selections of cheeseburger, hamburger, red hots, white hots, Italian sausage, chicken tender, fish, fried ham, grilled cheese, or eggs, and two sides of either home fries, french fries, baked beans, or macaroni salad. On top of that are the options of mustard and onions and or hot sauce. 
Yeah. And then basically, uh, like a sauce. Basically, everything you would throw onto a plate when you're really, really drunk at four in the morning, mm-hmm. um, and think it's really good, and you're a culinary magician, you know. Because mm-hmm. we have this thing in New Jersey, the uh, the grease trucks. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the grease trucks in New Brunswick? They're beautiful. Oh, the grease trucks. <laughs> I, think I think they're on the ropes. I think the grease trucks are on the ropes. The grease trucks are a group of food trucks located in the College Avenue campus of Rutgers, known for the fat sandwiches, which is mm-hmm. just a sub roll where they just drop anything on the sub roll. <laughs> Mozzarella yep. sticks, gyro meat. Cheese. A can of sardines, whatever you want. They're not going to drop sardines on it. Come on. Like not with that attitude. This sounds like the opposite of the avoidance of horror. This, this, this food sounds truck. like you have to be age appropriate. Yeah, you're a college student. Sandwiches with... Co- this is in the controversy section of the Wikipedia <laughs> for grease trucks. <laughs> Boy. Sandwiches with colorful names such as Fat Bitch. <laughs> what? And, and, yeah. They ran that, like, they, they made them change because the sandwiches were, like, they were, the names were getting, like, filthier. And these, these preverts running these sandwich trucks would do a thing where they're just like, we'll give you a free sandwich if you pull your shirt up. Oh, like the Jello Man. <laughs> like the Jell. But unlike the Jello Man, I don't think the Jello Man is laminating the photo that he took and then slap, slapping it on the side of his grease truck for you've graduated from college nine years ago and there's still a picture of you pulling your shirt up for a free $4 sandwich. No, instead there's, he hires them. He but, hires hey, Tom, them. guess what? What's that? I just want to say thanks for tipping because I dropped out of college and I personally live off of my tips because I'm a loser. But, by the way, Alicia Trout, um, mm-hmm. one of the things I really love about The Best Show is that I learn a lot, like, mm-hmm. about different cool people that I never knew about. And as Spark Obama, I've called before, I make music, and it's stupid and weird. Um, it's like simultaneous consciousness. Like, I wasn't aware of her before. Like, I didn't have internet in college or shit or Sorry, I can't swear. Come um, on, Sparkle. Uh, 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 but a long, like about a decade ago, I found a suicide cassette tape in one of my roommates' like piles of trash in R.I.P. Alan Vega. And I mean, it's kind of like you know the order of things as a young Sparkle bomb, you know. Once a little baby tadpole, I used to work at a guitar center, but now I work at a coffee shop, and um. I want to talk about the order of things like suits. I call people that wear suits, you know, lawyers, social workers, whatever. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, people that wear suits are kind of awesome. Like, they tip well, and they order really weird drinks. But this one guy that always gets, like, a decaf espresso in the morning, he'll come in at, like, 4 o'clock right before we close. <laughs> And he'll order, like, a double shot of real espresso. And the other day, we were talking about how he has a pair of binoculars in his office. And I have a pair of binoculars in my backpack. And it's really cool, like, to, like, just watch people. And 
there's just like another lady that orders three red eyes a day, which is like freaking three espresso shots, three coffees, all in whatever. And we were talking about heavy metal parking lot the other day, and all these people wear suits, and it's so like disorienting. I'm going to say this though: don't attribute okay. all good stuff to people in suits. People no, no, in... no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. Not all people that wear suits are really garbage. No, like, that's true. They're yeah, that's just, true. They're just, uh, you know, um, it's really interesting. Like, I've, I found that these people are really interesting. Sounds like someone okay. is learning a little bit more about life, not to prejudge you are, as George Michael said, listening without prejudice. <laughs> Volume one. Tom, I'm almost thirty years old, like, and I'm now working like a an eighteen year old's job. You know, <laughs> don't worry <laughs> about real- it. If you're under thirty, just hey, zip it. I just wanted to say, I just really wanted to call to say You'll that that lady there. was really oh, cool. You'll get there. You'll get there. I don't want to hear anybody uh, under thirty go like it's hard. It's you'll be okay. Just take, take, take no. you get punched in the face a bunch of times by life. No, that's been my life, being continuously punched in the face. Oh, yeah. I just wanted well, to say that it's really cool Why do you cool think I like this strange... I watch this Stranger Things. Why do you think I liked it? Because I felt like that <laughs> poor kid, 11. That's me running around. I don't even know what you're talking about because I still don't have the internet. That's my story. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, the best. Thank Frick. you, Spark. You have a grand evening. You too. I hope Nation of Ulysses was listening to that call. Cool guys in suits. They were cool guys in suits. Did you ever see them live? Play a broken saxophone. They were yes. so good live. You yeah. saw them. Incredible. Weren't they? The best. It was like what the MC5 would have been. Really? They made out with everyone in the front row of the audience. <laughs> I, I bet you they probably did. They did their own cover of Tutti Frutti. I covered Tutti Frutti the I, other that's night. That's the callback. Hey, Pat. Did you like when I sang a song on your radio show the other night? <laughs> Pat loved it. Oh, that's sweet of you to say. A couple things. These people, these guys who run this Indiana Jones podcast. I, look, I made fun of you last week. <laughs> I, you seem like very nice guys. I'm just jealous of what you have and I don't have. That's all that came from. That said, I don't know if I can do your show. I wish you nothing but the best of luck with it, though. New York Comic Con, you can drop dead for all I care. You deny. Don't give us press credentials. By all means, give press credentials to some... Really? Yeah, right? Really? Really. The Comic Con. Wouldn't... they're like... Wouldn't give me and the... Because they're so classy. Yeah, I know. Were they worried and going to show up at the oh, Orphan wait. Black Is it panel? the one, is it the one, uh, is it the a, one in New York Hotel or the Pennsylvania Hotel? It's the New because York Because they are one. lovely establishments. It's the, it's the one at the Jacob Javits Center. Ooh, they are coming up in the world. They denied us press credentials so they can jump in a lake. As far as I'm concerned, I like the air and the grievances. Clearing the deck, man. Clearing the deck. Clearing the deck. I'm telling you, I'm going at everyone. I got nothing now. 
The odds are I don't see Halloween 2016. <laughs> Those are the that's the over under right now. You got to get in this like Norman Reedus lane. You got to get like a you know like a sideshow where you like test cars or something. I got to get something going on. <laughs> I got to get like a yeah the open road. Yeah, like. Have you seen this show? He just goes, cool, man. He just like, somebody shows him a motorcycle. I did this thing. Yeah. No, I, that's, I do need a thing like that. I did this thing last week. I was on, I, I, I you know the show Hack My Life? Oh, on uh, True TV. On True TV. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did a segment of that. God knows if it ever airs. And it was, I did that last week. I got to get a thing like that going. I'd hate to say, but with your track record, it's, Probably gonna get cut. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Wow. What is my track record? Oh, you mean from Ant Man? I got cut from Ant Man. There's oh, a scene with me and Paul recently. Rudd. There's a scene with me and, and Paul ge- Rudd in Ant Man. You're you're genius and everything. Thank you, Judy Rosen. And your jeans are and available then- in September. <laughs> the secret batch of Judy Rosen jeans. Good luck getting them. They're secret. They, it's the secret stash, get them right? While they're hot. Yeah. Where are people going to get those jeans? You're doing a pop up. You're going to yes. go out of trunk. You should do out of trunk, right? <laughs> Just like the way they would sell like, like a, records, like the way like yeah. bands would sell records out of trunk in a, in a 7-Eleven parking lot. But that's the whole thing Long with Island. the the pants because they're like they're like about like lady, lady uh, figures. Yeah, they're about <laughs> like complementary to lady figures. Yeah. So if you sold them out of trunk. Right? It makes sense. So let's do that. Uh, let's get a car and then you just drive around and sell them out of trunk and you just have like a curtain set up that people can try them on. Like a portable, like one of those like round. It's very, very no wave 80s of you. Just do a Stranger Things tie in and actually have it inside of like a tree stump. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm into, I'm. Did you watch Stranger Things, Mike? Dude, you watched it? Pat, what? It's in his queue. Okay. Oh boy. Well, that you should see the things in my queue. Oh my <laughs> god, things I'll never get to. That Jaco Pistorius documentary. It's in my queue. Yep, I knew like, it. Hmm. I wonder if I'll ever watch. I think about it like every two days. Is yeah. this the day that I'm going to watch I'm the Jaco? Scrolling past. Oh, there's the. Uh, there's the uh the the thing on uh it's like oh there's Francis Ha. Yeah. I pass every day in my queue. Pass. Pass. There's uh Chronic Con <laughs> the the uh the documentary which is either Doug Benson or uh, uh what's his face uh what's his name? Snoop Dogg. Hamburger Man. What's his name? Mm. What's Hamburger Man? Hamburger. Documentary guy, Hamburger oh, Man. Oh, I thought you meant the comedian that says hamburger. No, no. What's Hamburger Man? Ham- he ate hamburgers for 30 days. Oh, uh, uh, Morgan uh, Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock, yeah. yeah. Hamburger Man. Hamburger Man. I kept thinking of the Hamburger Helper. <laughs> I was at a Nets game with Hayes Davenport. Love that name. Yeah. Great uh, name. The name, as great as the name is, the person is even better. Mm. Wow, I love that. <laughs> so I'm at this thing, and then we're watching this dude at the baseline when the Nets were making a soon-to-be-failed rally, <laughs> as they always did. They were, every Nets game I saw last year, they'd Sounds be down like by tw- they were down by 12, yep. and then they'd be down by 17, and then they would come back and be down by six, 
and then the place goes nuts. And it's like, they're going to lose this, everybody. You know, <laughs> no one can shoot on this team. So we're watching along the baseline, and there's some dude working the thunder stick so hard. <laughs> and then we saw him on the Jumbotron, and I was like, it's like, and we were like, I think that's Morgan Spurlock. <laughs> Banging the thunder sticks. Like the handlebar mustache, blonde yeah. handlebar mustache. So I tweeted at him. I was like, if that's Morgan Spurlock working those thunder sticks, he's got some good, th- whatever I wrote, something about within, then Hayes is like, he's looking at his phone. That dude is looking at his phone. And then I looked at my phone like one second later, it's like Morgan Spurlock favorited this tweet. <laughs> it was him. It was him. You, you and I had a similar thing at LCD Sound System when you swore that you saw Chuck Klosterman. Did I? Yeah. We were like, we kept going like, that's definitely Chuck How is this different than my LT story? Well, because we're not (laughs) accusing him of, well, I wasn't, uh, with, 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 uh, we weren't accusing Chuck Klosterman. I'm sorry, I don't see the difference. He wasn't on the drug (laughs) ramp. Thunder sticks on a class A drug. Wasn't saying Morgan Spurlock wasn't banging thunder sticks out on the West Side Highway drug ramp. The drug cue. So. Okay, slight difference. Maybe. Yeah. There was Seems a guy. When Jay <laughs> took me to see LCD Sound System, <laughs> the drunkest person I've ever seen yes. was at that who pushed his way through, spilled. Yeah. They, first of all, what were they doing selling beer? There was like one song They should have never sold this thing. guy anything. This guy had like two. two he came in with like. Yeah. There's like. They've been playing for over two hours now. The, the yeah. garden, it's like $16. No, this is not a garden show. This oh. is a Webster Hall. Oh. Yeah, they had some their secret reunion shows. Mm-hmm. And this guy was so drunk, and he was just like, like leaning on the wall. Like, should have been in the hospital. Yeah, he spilled <laughs> easily two-thirds of his beer on me as yeah. he went by, just like, Bleh! and then everybody was like looking at him, like, what, like, that guy is super drunk. Like, yeah, the whole there was like a there was like a wagon circle of people just gossiping about this guy <laughs> yeah. and c- pondering calling the authorities. Yeah, everyone was, and I think some people thought, "Is he with you?" I don't want to <laughs> tell you, but your friend is garbage <laughs> because he looked over at you when you said, "Hey, man, watch it." He went blah blah blah. <laughs> he literally blah, blah. went like, blah, blah, blah. Tom. Yeah. Well. We've reached that point in the program where the program's over. It's the point in the program, which is the end of the program. <laughs> so I want to say, first of all, Jay Penry. People can find you at SJ Penry yeah. on, on Instagram. Yep. The best Instagrammer in the business. I'll oh, get out of here. It's Jay Penry. Thank you. Try so hard. He is. The work. How long does he work on those Instagrams, Megan? It's, it's constantly, constantly. Like when he's, you see him scrolling through, looking at pictures of Johnny Depp, <laughs> like looking for the perfect picture of just like yeah. the perfect picture. Johnny Depp seems to come up a fair amount on your Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a favorite. He's yeah. photogenic. Yeah, he's yeah. very, you know. Flamboyant dresser. <laughs> um, and you, 
do you 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 also did the mural for me the for the best show. Yeah, absolutely. And then anybody that wants to uh, advertise in New York City, hand painted advertising, uh, hit me up. You can DM me on Instagram. And it's worth it. It's super cool. Yeah, totally affordable. I just get your thing up there. I just did one for of Montreal today. So that's up. There you People go. can check that out. And, Megan, you're on Instagram at Meg. Megan's Instagram game is tight. Yes. No, that house. Tight. That's like the, it's like the, uh, it's like the, like the, uh, it's like the br- yes. Brad and Angelina of Instagram. <laughs> oh my. This is high praise. Yeah, Angelina's way more successful than Brad at this in this in this in this version. So you are as Meg Flug. It's just me Flug. M E P F L U G. Megan Elizabeth. Okay, and you can see because you do all sorts of design, like like interior design. Projects. Yes, interior and everything looks so nice. You get Professional your, photography. Yeah, guys. You get this. You got some pile of junk place in New York. And she'll actually make it look like it's nice. Exactly. Jay and I are the yin and yang of Instagram. If you want some yeah, diversity. I'm, I'm, I'm the one posting garbage Jay photos finds, of Marilyn yeah. Manson every day. And now, Judy, you're on as, this is my favorite. My Instagram game? Not so tight. It's usually, <laughs> I think it's like I usual choose carnival to offend. photos. I choose to offend. It's like, like every photo seems like it's a picture of like a Ferris wheel. Or someone oh. buying like a candy apple. A feral clown. <laughs> yeah. Or someone dying in Times Square. Like those are your pictures. It's Pretty either much. like a picture of somebody that buying a candy it, apple. Or someone who is currently dead. One, one guy had like 40 pacifiers on his backpack the other day. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. So you're on as Lil Lil L I L. Lil. You say it. I'm L- <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom. You understand that it's my dog. Yeah, right? no, I know. It's not a. So you don't say have to the be name. Shy. Then say you don't the have name. to be shy when you say What's it. What's the name of it? Lil Boner sixty nine. So the dog. It's the number part that has nothing to do with the dog. It's a. It's my lucky number. What okay. is? What's the problem? You didn't yank. You didn't yank, dog. Mike. <laughs> If you had to put rank Judy as a guest, where would you put on a scale of one to ten? Eleven. Nine. Mike says you're a nine. Wow. Mike, I think you're aces. <laughs> you are like Mike. You know I'm a fan, Mike, right? <laughs> I think I've made that clear. Judy's a fan of yours, Mike. He needs fans. <laughs> Well, I want to tell everybody, thank you for listening. We will be back next week is what the, yeah, we'll be here next week. Sure. Why not? Where do I have to go? I got nothing. I got a whole lot of nothing going on. The alternate version of whole lot of shit. It sounded like a doo-wop song. Do-do-do-do, whole lot of nothing going on. You mean like the Jerry Lee Lewis song, whole lot of shaking going on, which I just said 30 seconds ago. I am going to tell you we'll be back next week. And in the meantime, listen to what should I play? I gotta play that. Not playing that. Definitely not playing that. 
Not playing that. Not playing that. Not playing that. Play something from the you were, you guys were talking about synthwave bands uh, last week. I was really enjoying that. Oh, I uh, DAF and Bronsky beat. I can't. I can't. Oh, oh, what's your right. favorite? Who was my favorite? No, Jay. Okay. Really oh, loves yeah, those, are, those are my favorite. Yeah, bands. Yazoo. I love mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yes. Well, did you ever see any of those bands in concert, Jay? I saw Depeche Mode at mm-hmm. uh, the home of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. And uh, they put on a uh, pretty exciting show. No, I saw Depeche Mode, Radio City. <laughs> Black Celebration. Did he, do the, did he do the one-footed spin where he just spins off the one foot? He sure did. Uh, he always does. He did. I don't want to draw for the blasphemous rumors. <laughs> that was a good night when he did that. I also saw saw uh, Erasure. Sure. Wow. I saw... That's Vince, right? That was Vince. Yeah. I saw Frankie Goes to Hollywood <laughs> at the Two Beacon Theater. Era or Pleasure Dome? It was the Pleasure Dome tour. <laughs> it was the only... It was their U.S. tour. It was the U.S. tour. One of the all-time best shows I've ever seen. Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Really? Yes. They were so I was great. obsessed with them when I was a little kid. Yeah. Wow. I recently dove into watching all five versions, four versions of... Oh, relax. Yeah. All the videos, yeah. So good. Including mm-hmm. the one from Body Double? So good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play. show's never going to end. <laughs> Can't find one song. Fine. I'll play. This dumb thing. It's not dumb. I like all these things. Can't play that. Here, you know what I'm gonna play? This is from this. Neil Haggerty releases Howling Hex cassette of the album Denver, which is, uh, it's a, the mix is called Approved for Indica mix of the songs. Here is, and it's super guitar-y and, and crazy. Here is the song Random Friends, and we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. It's on Drag City. Shut up! Bye! (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>